Hello, beautiful people. I'm coming to you live from my humble abode. Welcome to my casa. As many of you know, Brett Favre sued me over statements that I made about him on this program. As I confirmed in my court papers, and I repeat here, my statements expressed in comedic style were based solely on public information and allegations. As I previously stated, I respect the hell out of Brett Favre, the football player, and his Hall of Fame career on the field, and I have no personal knowledge about any case involving Brett in Mississippi. I am pleased to report that based solely on me again clarifying these points now, with no settlement paid, Brett is withdrawing his suit against me. I would much rather talk about sports than about lawsuits, so I'm glad we have all of this behind us. We now move on. Sports are what we know best. Sports are what we love the most. And as I go and hang out with my beautiful baby mama and my beautiful baby who turned one week old today, the boys will be covering all the sports in the sports world for the next three hours. I appreciate and love you all. Foxy, hit the music. Hey, let's go. This show fucking stinks. And the fact that you listen, we are very, very thankful for it. AJ, never cease to amaze me with your toxicity, pal. You got a couple of these? God damn it! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Fuck, fuck, fuck. Here we go, Thursday, May 11th. I'm AJ Hawk sitting in for the Pat McAfee, and you guys just saw him on screen if you tuned in 20 seconds ago. Sports is what we talk about here on this program. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Obviously, Pat jumped here for, on the screen for a little bit. You guys got to see him. Who knows? Maybe he will be back later in this program. Ooh. I don't know. We have some amazing guests. Guys, at 1220, Conman, can you believe this? We have Ross Chastain. I can't yes. believe Tell the people what he did. Why has he been, uh, he kind of jumped out under the headlines these last couple weeks. Well, Whatever. aside from being a superstar racer, I mean, you don't just get the number one car in the entire track. Cool. You, you don't just get that number, okay? They don't hand it out, AJ. But also, <laughs> he happened to land a mean right hook oh. on Noah Gragson this weekend when Noah was asking for it. Oh, I did watch this right hand. Just This is so clean. He said, I don't want to do this. Stop. Though. Didn't say it's stop. Middle, stop. Okay. Stop. After he put it right right okay. stop. Oh, stop. 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 Okay. Boom. Boom. See ya. First off, Noah's got a very, very, very punchable face and haircut. You think? He does. Bingo. Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of looks like Cal from uh, Titanic. Oh, the, what's that guy? Billy Zane? Yes. That's his name. Yeah, it okay. is Billy Zane. I think it's Cal. Was name in the movie? His career, was Cal. His, his career was hard to rebound after that because he, he played such a great character in that in that guy. He did. Mm -hmm. He was a zombie in the Mummy, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Pac Man. You seen Titanic? Pac Man Jones? No, I haven't seen Titanic. What? You know what it is though? Yes, I know what the movie is. Watch Titanic. Leo shows. DiCaprio. You know him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a stud. And the he's a painter in it. And that other lady's in painter. It. He's an is he artist. A painter. Artist. Excuse me. Yeah, so what artist. does he sculpt too? Yeah. Well, remember he paints that lady when she butt naked in their room. Hate me like one of your friends. Yeah, kids. she does. Hey, Tone Diggs, what is the NFL whole situation going on? Remember yesterday we said the whole schedule would be out by now? We know I it's not. It is. 
But we've had tons and tons of games. I know we have a slide somewhere of a lot of the notable games that have been leaked. The problem is we have to keep updating this. Like mm-hmm. it's some like uh, like it's the when people are voting, we have a polling system, and you have we to try to figure get, out which state uh, has what. We should but get Kazansky on. We probably should. Yeah, we should. Okay. Maybe we will. But what's your okay tone right it's here? Kornacki. 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 Steve Why would you? I know his name. Why would you say I just that? saw him on horse coverage this weekend. He's awesome. He's on horse coverage. Yeah. And he, just, doing, he was at the breaking it? down. I also odds. do horse coverage. He does everything. Now, if anything with stats, he does now. He does. Yeah, Football playoff odds, he does. Yeah, horse racing odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know game I like, though, Diggs? I'm going to tell you right now, the first Monday night football game of the year, right? Isn't it yeah. the Bills traveling to New York to take on the oh, Jets? Oh, I, I don't it like is. that one. We want Monday on night football. Geez. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. in New the York. Vision game. That's Ooh. one of my favorite. What do you like on here, Diggs? Lions at KC. Give Let's me the go! Okay, is, Pac-Man, are you a bit surprised by that, that the Detroit Lions are traveling to, to kick off the NFL season for us? On Thursday night football against the Chiefs? Um, I'm not too surprised since the Lions had a good little run. They're going to come up for the Lions, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, they've been so dead for so long. Like, this is like, this is good for them. They've been, I mean, they haven't, we haven't been talking about the Lions since when? Megatron? Barry Sanders? Exactly. Yeah. Boys, zero <laughs> primetime games last year on the schedule. All one o'clock games last year, not even a four o'clock. This team fucking stunk in everyone's <laughs> eyes. And now we're kicking off the NFL against the Super Bowl champions. Probably one of the coolest moments, honestly, as a Lions fan. And that's not saying much, Jesus. but this well, is huge. Y'all are going to get beat by 20. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> you need Easy, to raise your man. Easy. Know. If you want to play the Chiefs, it's, you know, weeks one to four. This is nah, probably man, not the time. Home. Woo, oh, no. The great thing, though, is no matter what happens in that game, it means nothing for oh, the yeah. grand scheme of the whole season. Yeah. You know, Unless it been, comes down to, well, you know, you know they one win or loss. I guess. And, and then still. you could say I had a question. I mean, yeah, technically you could say that for every single play, every single game. You're right. My bad. My bad time. I had a question, though. Okay? Because you guys talked about you only looked at the bye weeks. Uh, You looked when you were going to colder locations and and stuff like that as far as the schedule. But I think as fans, I think we do look to see how, like, the first four or five games are because if you come out the gate and you're one and four and you have a mentally weak team, like, (laughs) the season's already over before before the middle of before Halloween, okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, but like, say, uh, say a team didn't finish well last year, but they kept their coach around, and a lot of the players are back. Like, is it important for them to have and maybe maybe an easier schedule to start the year so they don't give up already on the on the new season? Let me tell you something. Nothing is fucking easy in the NFL. Well, I know that. Like, you can't. You, 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 we don't look at the schedule. Like, oh yeah, this is gonna be an easy ass game, especially at the beginning yeah. of the season. What about if it's everybody if playing the AFC South? Well, as a reporter, that's a, <laughs> that is the easiest division. <laughs> I'm not playing anymore. But, like, uh, when you're looking at these games, I'm thinking about Kansas City opening up. That's what I'm saying. I think this is going to be a blowout because guess what? They're going to roll down the banner. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to be playing with so much high intensity. Oh, my. I don't Come know. Foxy, I really I'm don't. I'm saying, Foxy, them boys going to be. That's going to be a tough think environment to walk into for Detroit. Hey, it's not an easy environment last to play. Year, the Just Rams think. Got ima- stomped. Imagine MCDC in that tunnel, so fucking amped I mean, up just to kick off yep. the NFL season. He's going to be bloody <laughs> before he get runs out for the opening kickoff. Oh, He's going to be headbutting the sidewalls. But the problem is, not the problem, but the first like four to five games of the year, we don't really know, don't know what team identity. is what. We don't have your identity yeah. yet. So you, a team that we think is gonna is terrible, may be great for the first three to four weeks. Exactly. And the Lions, like they started last year one and six, and yeah. then they finish eight and two. Like, they, wow. It doesn't really matter for them where they start. And no. same with KC. You know, KC didn't get off to the greatest start last year or 
the year before that. But with the Lions, like what they're missing, Jameson Williams, who's yep. probably their best receiver. Foxy, yeah. you could argue. Yeah. Amon Ra. I'm, I'm on Ra. I'm on Ra. Say Brown. That, that's a great point. Sure. But they're missing him. I do think there is. There's got to be some sort of not Super Bowl hangover, but like they also know. Hey, our season kind of starts yeah. in December. Like mm-hmm. it really doesn't. Of, that's why it should be good for them though, because this game's got all this extra added juice to it. It's not going to like the the like chunk of the middle of the season for the Chiefs has got to be tough because they know like hey, it doesn't matter until we get December, yeah. you know, January, February. But this first game, everyone's excited. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Both top five offenses, so it could be like forty-five, forty-two, a huge <sighs> game like that. It'd be a great way to kick off. Now looking at it, though, that week seventeen Bengals at KC could be for a very, very high season yeah. playoffs. It could be a lot on the line there. I like that that game is later in the season. That's going to be a real good game right there because everybody going to know what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, saw Florio say that um, the NFL hates uh, London. Why? Because he says Why? they give them bad games? Well, he said that they gave Frankfurt the prime game, which maybe... Dolphins-Chiefs? Leans to no, s- Colts-Pats. That too. Uh, maybe leans to, to say that uh, they see <laughs> a bigger future in Germany than they do England. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I mean... We're still acting like the Jags fucking stink, but like the Jags yeah, and the Bills legit. both went to the that's playoffs good. last True. year. Like that's a great game. That is a great game. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't. Yeah, when you look True. at it, maybe not thinking, but it is. Agreed. Now it yeah. is. Both these teams where they are. That you, is a great game. You got to change your mindset when you see the Jags logo because I do still. Right. I, I, I'm not there yet, and I should be. Like you sold. They're unbelievable. Absolutely, they're unbelievable. They're in the worst division. They're going to the playoffs, but. When you look at the logo, you always keep thinking yeah. Clinton. Right. You think about finger guns, you got. You think about how shitty they've been yeah. for so long. But it is just it's a, it's a new era in Jacksonville, and then all of a sudden you bring in Calvin Ridley. That that'll be sweet. But in that division, I am pumped, and I don't think it's come out yet. I am pumped to see what you know C.J. Stroud and the Texans are going to be like, and I'm pumped to see what Carolina is going to be like. I think that is uh-huh. it's going to be very entertaining to watch. You know Bryce Young, especially because it's not just him over there. Like they got Adam Thielen over there, Hayden Hurst, oh, yeah. Miles Sanders. With that like defense, defense kind of yeah has stayed the same, and that was their strong point of the season last year. And you know Will Anderson in Houston as well. It, I think those uh, rookie quarterback teams are going to be interesting to watch. Ravens Tennessee Week Six in London. Mm-hmm. How does that game get? Yeah, like what is they're going to stick? What is yeah. Tennessee? Is Tannehill the quarterback? Yes. I mean, yes. they're, they're, he is. He's the guy now. Yeah, I mean, I know for we, this year we all love Rabel. He's one of your close friends. Uh, where, where are you going with this? I just don't – I hope they're better than everyone thinks they're going to be. I do, be. too. You don't think Vrabes knows his situation? Yeah. I'm sure he does. Vrabel's yeah. kind of yeah. like Tomlin. Like, you know they're going to get at least seven wins. Probably. Yeah. Like, he knows where he's at. But, yeah. Uh, man, they'll be, be competitive. Like, I don't think – they're sure. not the kind of team that really ever gets like – you know, we're not going to see them getting blown out no, week no. in and week out. But I think them losing A.J. Brown, like, as much as Derrick Henry is the, you know, kind of the, the straw that stirs the drink, like – Losing AJ Brown, like now teams can just put nine guys in the box, and it's like who's t- who's Tannehill gonna fucking throw to? Like they used to just play action people to death because they'd load up the box, and then AJ Brown would have you know four catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Like they can't do that anymore. I mean, who does he have to throw to now? Who in ten- who are the weapons in Tennessee right now? Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. What's it? Westbrook Akine? Is yep. that that guy's mm-hmm. name? I think he's tight end. Which like tight ends whose names slipping me. But, and some of them, know, a couple Hooper, of them, could have gone. like breakout years, but right now, like they don't have many proven dudes that have been out there. They don't have a one or a two. That's tough they got for a any lot quarterback. Of threes. Yeah, exactly. You think Tannehill's saying like, "Hey, man, how about?" I know you guys are trying to kind of get me out of here and try to get my salary down, but can we get some someone to throw to as well at the same time? 
I don't know, man, because when Tannehill had AJ, he couldn't he couldn't hit a, 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 a that goddamn thing right there. He couldn't throw a ball and hit. That's it. We packed the ball, box on him when we went down there and beat him in Tennessee. Java? Um, ate in the box and made him throw. He couldn't he couldn't hit a target. I don't know what they're gonna do. But I guess that we we were slow. I, if I was Tennessee, I would slow the game down and let Big Boy handle his business because that that division gonna be a lot of running. You got two what rookie quarterbacks over there. I don't think they're going to come out and throw the ball yeah. 60 times a game. Yeah, I wonder what they the do. If they start slow, you do wonder if they just say, okay, Will Let Levis. Time. Yeah, you're you're yoked up. Let's just oh, yeah. run. Let's just run like a <laughs> Taysom Hill offense with Will Levis and see what happens. Well, Over under seven and a half here. Or, yeah. or the same I mean, thing the Ravens Titans. did when um, Lamar first got there. They, they was handoff, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. speed run. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just Lamar back there throwing out of the pocket. No, exactly. Like, and that's why you got to kind of account for the Vrabel factor. Like, we're sitting here; the Titans are going to be terrible. Who are they going to throw to? Like, this is what Vrabel has been thinking. Situational football, like Belichick. He played for Belichick. He they do always win a couple games just strictly off of like how they figure it out and and do things towards the end of games to buy themselves an extra twenty seconds or whatever. Yeah, like all three phases. I bet their special teams is going to be unbelievable, and that's something that he's going to harp on. And then their defense is still pretty good. Like Jeffrey Simmons is still one of the best D tackles in the NFL. They have guys. On that side of the ball, at least they'll be okay. They're just not going. I don't That's think anyone's expecting points. them to win. That's anything. it. Here's the right. thing, though: like you, yeah. know, you know, like in a game versus the Chiefs, or or normally the Bills, or Bengals, or all a lot of other teams in the AFC. Like if if you're not scoring twenty eight, 28, you're not winning. Yeah. No. I mean, everywhere. When you look, yeah, especially early in the year, ten, too, yeah, like before ten, the elements come into play. Ten, fifteen years ago, like he'd probably be like, "Oh, there's a way they can get into the playoffs," but like you just, I don't think you can just control time of possession and score seventeen points and beat teams seventeen to ten and seventeen to thirteen anymore. No, like it, we saw it last year with the Broncos. Like you can't ask your defense, like, "Hey, listen, they can't score more than ten points, or we're not going to fucking win." Like it just it doesn't it's work. Time. Like that it's different time in the NFL now. Oh, yeah. I feel like it happens. But, yeah, like over and over and over again, that's the tough thing as a defense. Like you get a couple three and outs in a row, yeah, this is great. We get a turnover, here we go. But, okay, that's three possessions. What about the next six? Like what are you going to do if our offense continues to either turn the ball over or they don't get any points on the board? Like, all right, we better score on D too. Yeah, and Andy Reid, he got a fast break offense. Uh, what playoff game was there? I think the Chiefs was down and they threw the ball to Kelsey. It was like and he got down like fourteen seconds. Left. It's the clip we show Bills. where he t- he tells Kelsey, "Hey man, if yeah, they play like that, you just bend Bills, in and yeah. get down." Yeah, yeah. two years yeah. ago. So like that was. I mean, I think they was on the on their twenty and came mm-hmm. back and scored. So yeah, plays. you got to be able to score points now, and you got to be able to have three guys when they come to wide receivers. Yeah, and Ty just mentioned the Broncos. I can't wait to see what Sean Payton and Russell Wilson look like. I, I, mean, I mean, I wonder if they're. I'll be, be watching their preseason games just because I want to oh, see yeah. how many reps Russ gets. He got zero last year. I know. Did Sean say he's going to play? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember how. I'd, we could probably look back and see if Sean Payton has played his starters before. That's what gives us a whole other reason to watch. Like This gives you new added motivation to watch the Broncos, especially Absolutely. their offense. Because, hey, what does this little experiment with Russ look like and – how does Sean Payton handle? I want to see their dynamic. They're back and forth. Well, and he has that huge contract, but you could make the argument like this almost could be a prove-it year for Russell Wilson. I mean, like, yeah, right? Like, especially oh, with Sean Payton. Sean Payton isn't the one usually like last year when he was hacking Russell Wilson. It was like, okay, if this doesn't work, Hackett's leaving. They're not. They're, yeah. They can't get rid of Russell. But now with Sean Payton, it's like if this doesn't work, Sean's not the first one to go. Sean's no. not leaving. No. Yeah, Sean's not going nowhere. I'm sure he said that in his interview process. Like, hey, let's just yeah. say it doesn't really work out with mm-hmm. the quarterback we have here now. 
what what happens? Do we have a plan moving forward? What are we going to do? What does it look like? Obviously, he wants to make sure he's safe and doesn't get thrown on him. Yeah, and they didn't sign Sean Payton. They traded for him. So it's not oh like my they, goodness. They yeah, he's so good. He's, yeah. yeah. They didn't give up. How many they, years? He's got. He's he's clean for at least five years. He could do anything he wants. Oh yeah, I think he had. I think he's got a five years. Yeah. He, he gonna be oh, good man. on defense for the next five right. years. They got Patrick Sertain Jr. Oh my, um, they got Zach Allen, DJ Jones, Matt Hennon. They got an unbelievable defense, bro. Yeah, bro. So they gonna be good on the defensive yeah. side. Yeah, Russ's contract. I believe he's. If they wanted to cut him after next season, I believe it's like. Seventy million in dev cap, so that's going to be tough after this upcoming one. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So so like it feels like he's at least two years. You're saying yeah. yeah. Seventy mil dead cap. Yeah, that that would hurt. You can't really kick yeah. that can. Can you? No. Mm. You can't because try what, to figure it out. What do you think the cap next year's two thirty five or what, something? What is it this year? 220. Two twenty. Yeah, two twenty or two eighteen. Yeah, something it goes up like, like what twelve fifteen yeah. mil. They think yeah, unless so, you could possibly you know convince trade. him to restructure and take like. Sixty million less dollars. Next like, year, yeah, you, you never know. It's could, you say, possible. could you say, Russell? Either, whoa, we will cut you and just eat your dead cap, or you can take sixty mil less and still be on the. And team. you're the guy, you and you're the man. You what do you think? think? You think <laughs> no GM will take half of it. I don't know. I don't know what's going half. Yeah. Half, maybe. Yeah, I, I feel like you might be. And Mike can depends get out of how he plays half. this year. Yeah, yeah, depending on how he plays this year. If he does what he did last year, this year, They're no one, it. no one's taking that. That's like Carson Wentz territory almost for Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's not <laughs> tradable again, is he? No, no way. Not for what? Not for what they <laughs> traded. I mean, they finally they've been doing this on uh, Twitter and Instagram. They've done like the how have these trades finally turned out? Like the Watson, all those picks are now players. The Seahawks. All those picks are now players. I mean, they got the number one corner in the draft, Seattle did, for Russell Wilson. So if he doesn't have a great year in Seattle, you know, does what they did last year or, or even a little better, then yeah. people are going to be looking at that trade like a Trey Lance trade, like possibly one of the worst ones that's been has happened in the last few years. Didn't that, the trade happen right after the new owners took over, right? The Waltons? I think the so. The Walton family? Because they hired Hackett too, right? No, I think it was, I think it was before. Oh, right? no. it was probably while they were in the process of buying the team? I believe That's so. That's when Russ was traded? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder how I that could was. could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was before they owned the team. It might have been, yeah. I, don't I mean, whether it was before or after, I don't think they would – I think they would have probably thought that that was a good move too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the they, whole, they would seem like they're people that have enough cash to where if it's not a good move, they're like, cool. Cut bait. See ya. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not sit here and try to figure it out if it doesn't work. But again, like it, it should be sweet to watch him. But the team we were just talking about, the Chiefs are in that division. And then you think about the Chargers with Herbert. You assume they might get better. And then you think about the Raiders with Jimmy G now. Maybe they're going to be I think they're going to be better. better. Absolutely. With yeah. Devontae and, you know, the, the, that's one of the best wide receiver cores with a running back, you could argue. For yeah. sure. I, I listened to uh, Devontae talk about Max Crosby at the Derby. Mm-hmm. Someone asked him about it when I was sitting there with him. The vulture. And Devontae, like, it's like the dude walks on water. Max Crosby's like, dude, the he's the one of the best teammates I've ever been around ever in my life. And he talked about he's like he loves every single aspect of football. Like yeah. he is obsessed with all of it. He says he'll text Devontae randomly, like, hey man, just want to let you know I love you, man. Think about you. Can't wait to get back out there. So okay. I'm like, geez, like that makes me feel good about the team. That's, yeah. that's probably why I'm biased and I think they're gonna be a better team, just because I know. If you know, like, oh, they have some guys like that, that that's a trickle down to the rest of the squad. Well, yeah. it's got to help, too, that there's no, like, growing pains. Like, Jimmy G knows Josh McDaniels' offense. He was oh, yeah. in it for the first. McDaniels has to be pumped. Oh, yeah. Way more pumped than he was with Derek Carr, because if he wasn't, then he'd probably still be on the team. And Tony, his nickname is not the Vulture, it's the Condor. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, what? I was wondering. I did, I did, that's why I kept going. I knew it was a large, predatorial bird. Yeah, okay? Condor. 
Condor. Mad Max. <laughs> the Condor. Condor. Vulture's actually more of like a scavenger. Yeah, you're right. I, as I said it, I fucking... I, Man, I was down in Mexico watching those birds over and over again dive bomb, boom, and get fish. And Condors the big are, What were they? I don't know what they were considered. Those are probably vultures. But I also have absolutely no idea. Was it a largemouth pelican? Yeah, I was it might say, have been a largemouth like, pelican. Could have been a huge. pelican. Yeah, they were get they were successful all the time. You know who else is successful? Who is also very physical? Who's that? This who? next guest we have, guys. Oh, so, yeah. Everybody strap in. This guy, oh, yeah. not only obviously unbelievable NASCAR driver, mm-hmm. the, drives the number one car. What has <laughs> what two wins? I think I think it says on this thing right here. He has two wins in thir- and thirty six top tens. Damn, pretty good. Come that's on, that's obviously awesome, and we know everything he does. But one of the greatest things that we have seen recently, though, over the last couple weeks, is this guy's right hand going right through somebody <laughs> else's face. Everyone, please welcome Ross Chastain. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. What's up, Ross? Appreciate you coming on here, man. Hey, what's the um, – I mean, obviously, you've been successful for a long time, for, for a while on the track. But now all this newfound fame, all this newfound attention, what's it like, man? Are you – or how are you and Noah? You guys all right? First off, I'm gonna, how's that situation? We are, man. Noah and I, we've known each other for several years, and uh, we, we train together, we prepare together, and we've been in separate series for a little bit. Uh, now we're both in the Cup Series exactly where we want to be. So uh, we're both trying to uh, prove ourselves. We're both trying to get to where we want to be and stay here in the Cup Series. It's not easy. There's only 36 seats. So uh, we're good. We, we talked on Monday on the phone, and then we were uh, together testing some uh, micro sprint cars Monday night. We've worked out together this week. It's uh, it's good. It's done and over with, and uh, we've been able to move on and, and laugh about it now. Um, <laughs> weren't exactly laughing on Sunday. Hey, how does what does NASCAR do in those situations? They they're kind of stuck in between because they don't they probably don't say we don't love physical violence, but we absolutely love the ratings it brings us. That's for sure. So how do they handle it? Well, they, they jump in the middle. The, the two guys you see on the video uh, is their full-time security that travel with us, and, and they help us handle uh, situations out in the public and then also on pit road between each other. And they they let us, you know, talk, and you see them. You'll see them come up in the background here. And uh, and then once once any you know, physical stuff happens, they, they jump in. So, oh. I, uh, you know, I know Noah, we talked about it. He wanted to have a fair shot back. I, I'm mm-hmm. I, I would like that too. That way he doesn't have any more ill will, but um, he, he's good with it. And uh, those guys, they're professionals and, and jumped in. You were so super, you were calm from the jump the whole time. Then you even told him, like, you warned him when he put his hands on you. Okay, stop, stop. Were you surprised that he continued after you said stop? And also, how were you able to stay so calm? Yeah, I mean, surprised by the whole situation. I Not surprised that it came down. We, we had a, a close call on the track. He got in the wall. I left him one lane, and, and I told him that. And and we were both driving really aggressively at that time. He was on older tires, and we were coming through the field um, on a different strategy. And he worked really hard on that lap to stay next to me. Like we have data on the cars, we have uh, throttle, brake, steering. You can see all that live um, on on a computer program, and it's called SMT, and it's it's got everything on there. And you can see him really try hard and a lot of throttle that he doesn't normally run on those laps uh, before to stay next to me. So uh, when he came down, I I saw him coming and stopped the interview I was doing and and let him approach and uh, could tell by his face. He was, he was mad. He had the crazy eyes going and he, uh, when he grabbed a hold of me, I just tried to stop it. I I told him to stop and I tried to stop both of his arms in case he did swing. And then uh, I I had to defend myself, man. I, I look, my dad told me for as long as I can remember, 
never punch first. We're not going to go fight anybody. We're not fighters. But if they come down at the racetrack at 12 years old or 14 years old when I was growing up to our pit, we're going to defend ourselves, and we're allowed to do that. Yeah. So that's what went through my mind, yeah. uh, and and we handled it. Good. Hey, Ty Schmidt has something for you. Yeah, Ross. Speaking of your dad and your family, I know uh, you said like growing up, you, you come from you're what a ninth generation watermelon Hell farmer, yeah. which sounds awesome. I didn't know there were watermelon farms. Um, how did you get to, like was racing always always you know what you wanted to do? Um, how did you get to this point? Considering you know. A lot of the people that you're around and, you know, where you're from is, is all about farming. Um, and then also kind of a, a segue from that. Are you a deer guy? I got to know. Uh, as an Iowan, it's very important to me to know if you're farming out there, if you're tilling the land. I don't know if deer has specific machinery sure for watermelon Probably. picking, but uh, are you a, a deer guy as well? So, yeah, so growing up, uh, my brother Chad and I are eight, we're eighth generation consecutive watermelon farmers. The Chastains have been farming longer than that, but it gets kind of spotty on what exactly they were doing. Uh, and we come from South Georgia, is where the family was until my grandfather graduated high school, uh, and they my great grandfather Cicero moved the family to South Florida for an earlier crop because farming was not a good life. They did not live in what I'm calling now our good old days of agriculture, um, where there, man, there are, there are more people in this world every day and there are less and less people in charge of feeding us. And I'll put myself in the latter category of I'm a, I'm a consumer. I buy my groceries at the grocery store like everybody else yeah. because I'm off chasing checkered flags, trophies in NASCAR. But, um, we, we had a, we have some short tracks around South Florida and, and most, most, uh, towns and areas and States across the country do, and my dad just got into some hobby racing um, uh, a little bit before I was born and a little bit after. And then uh, he got me into it when I was 12 years old. Mark Martin's son, legend yes, yes. of our sport. His son, Matt Martin, raced in a kid class. And I got into that at 12 years old. So at 12 years old, picture this. My family drives me to the racetrack with our race car trailer in the race truck. And then I get to go out on track because I can't drive there. But I get to drive on track with 350 horsepower, bumping and banging and what? spinning out. Uh, it was wild, and that's how I, I fell in love with it. And from that moment, at 12 years old, it was like December 5th, December 8th. I don't. It was like late 2005, maybe been September uh, of 2005. We we run our I run my first race, and I fell in love with the sport. So uh, we haven't, for some reason, stopped ever since. And it still doesn't make sense why I'm here racing in the Cup Series. Hey, Adam Pacman Jones has something for you. Ross, I, I love the right hand. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to say he touched you first. It looked like you've been in a couple of fights. What is your record on <laughs> and off of the track? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, yes, I have. I, um, uh, it's always been about racing. So all of, all of my deals have been about, about wrecked race cars. And um, early on, I believe I was 0-2. Uh, I, got, I got, you know, I didn't know. I mean, I was a teenager, um, 20 years old. Uh, I guess I was younger than that, actually. Eight, I think I was 18, uh, my first couple. And, and yeah, uh, some bigger, older guys, that they, they taught me a lot on the racetrack, and they taught me a lot when I got out and, and said the wrong things to them, and I got beat up. That's no way around it. Uh, but I learned from that. And, um, yeah, now uh, on, you know, uh, there have been two in, in NASCAR, and, and I'm – I guess two and zero oh in that category. Well, so I'm yeah, two and two. 
All, all said. Hell yeah. Let's there go. we go. Another guy who I think is undefeated in fights is uh, Tone Diggs. What do you have? It's not true, Ross. He just lied right to your face. <laughs> um, but speaking of that, you know, as far back as we go through the drivers, who would you say is probably the most intimidating driver, maybe best fighting driver of all time? I mean, is it is it the Intimidator? Is it is it Tony Smoke Stewart? Is is it? There's the Intimidator right there. Jeff Gordon. <clears throat> is it is it Dale Jarrett? Who's who would you say is the best fighting NASCAR driver of all time? I don't know, man. We're we're not fighters, and I'm not a fighter. Look, I, I don't want to fight. I've been punched in the face. That's the main reason I grabbed Noah's arm. I don't want to be punched in the face. I don't <laughs> like it. I don't ever want it to happen again. So, um, you know, most most of the time, and and I mean, all, almost all the time, we're not fighting in NASCAR. There's there's some you know some pushing and shoving for here here and there, but um, you know, I felt like on Sunday, I it was just punch or be punched and i had to defend myself he he walked up to me he grabbed a hold of me he was pushing me and uh i i I did it so we don't we don't see that and that's not something that i i prepare for i train for i mean i just knew in the moment try to neutralize the situation try to stop him uh and uh ultimately i had to do what i had to do so smoke stewart got it hey ross i don't know i don't know you don't know Uh, Ross, there's a, there's a guy on the line here that wants to say hello. I think he has a question for you real quick. There he is, Mr. Pat McAfee. Ross, how are you, pal? I, uh, I am bummed that I'm not able to be in the studio full-time for this conversation, but the reason why I'm not there is a reason that I'm fucking elated. So one outweighs the other for sure. I'm here with my baby. I've been listening to this conversation you've been having. You're the man. And I want to let you know, my wife and I only eat Chastain watermelons. So like, Mm -hmm. we don't eat anybody else's watermelons. We try to support you as much as we can. Listening to you chit chat here. This has been a great convo. AJ, you're crushing it, pal. Absolutely. I didn't hear you chanting sports earlier, though. No, I watched watched it back. Okay, just like you put your hands up with Wiz or no? <laughs> yep, visual proof. Visual proof. I had that. Okay, okay. I might have been, I might not have seen it or whatever. But it feels like if you go back to the beginning of NASCAR, Ross, like the sparks flying off the track is racing for a lot of people. Like a lot of people that don't watch NASCAR or whatever. Uh, Tone just rattled off some names. They're all fiery human beings. Yeah. They've all been known to scrap and scrap a little bit. But like, does NASCAR love it? Does NASCAR absolutely enjoy it? Uh, what's that, AJ? Did you ask that question? No, no, no. It's, it's completely separate. Tone digs. Just his tone digs face and everything about his aura just makes me laugh sometimes. Sorry. Okay, I understand. Well, sweet. I didn't know if I was editing our copings. So I'm watching the show on this thing here. Oh. And then nice. and our baby's swinging over here for the first time. Wow. Hell and then nice. I call in, and the show is like 45 seconds to a minute ahead. So I didn't, did you, do you drive a John Deere or no? I didn't, I don't think I got to hear the answer. <laughs> I had to mute TV there and here. I missed a couple of your answers. So I might've missed the NASCAR conversation about fighting, but do they love it? They have to quietly. Do you guys get yelled at for it? Do you, do you maybe think about with how good you throw that right hand? Mm. Maybe we fucking do it more. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe we kind of get in there a little bit, Ross. Yeah. First off, yeah, Pat. Congratulations on on the baby there. Um, yeah, Thank man. You. It's uh, it's it's. I think everybody is uh, you know, a bit mixed emotions, right? We we know that NASCAR wants us to compete, right? We've got thirty five. I've got thirty five competitors every week. I have every competitor that I'm going to face over our thirty eight races, which thirty six of them count for points for the championship. Uh, we we go up against each other every week. We don't have weeks or months at a time to not see each other and. You know, forget about what happened in the last uh, the last race. We every week we go back and we race again. So that's why you see stuff tend to get fired up 
uh, more because it's not just one or two, uh, you know, games a year and races a year. So, um, yeah, they, they didn't, they didn't love it. Uh, I, I had to have some tough conversations, you know, after Sunday, there was a lot within the team at Trackhouse. There was a lot of tough conversations with NASCAR, Boom. um, and with my family, man, look, my, I don't want my, my Mima and my Mimi, right. My grandmothers to see me fighting, but ultimately they understand that I had to handle myself. Okay, so I want to let you know there's another sport happening right now, hockey, okay? And at the end of last night's game, a guy punched another guy in the face twice, right in front of a ref, and a kid that got punched in the face laughed in the face. Yeah, Mackenzie's laughing about it right now. We literally watch it together. Literally laughed in the face of the guy that punched him in the face. And it's just like, no, that's what hockey is. Like, with the way that game ended, everybody's thinking that there's going to be more fights in the next game. Even though they've been trying to eliminate fighting, Fighting has become a full part of the conversation here in hockey, and it always will because it's an important part. They need to be thanking you guys for throwing rights and <laughs> your service to your fists into that man's jaw. You're on this show because I assume you've been to- doing a lot of talking about this because it took over the internet. It took over the world. Oh, yeah. And I know on the track, like, it's very dangerous. You guys are going very fast. One little sneeze. Magic, did you ever sneeze? Have you ever sneezed? Oh. I have. I have sneezed in the car. It's not fun. Holy shit. <laughs> Did you poop immediately? Like my 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 dog? Did you sneeze and go? Oh no! And poop out of fear? Or but anyways, one little this. It's we get it. But I'll tell you, you guys start working in. You know some spears, some chops. What? You know it's good selling on the outside. Man, this be every week, AJ. Be every week we'd be talking about this. Sorry to burst your bubble, man. That's I don't think that's gonna happen. That's that's great for hockey and and and. You know, it's great for for fans watching, maybe, but for us competitors, that's not that's not who we are. That's I can just more that's a sideshow. You're I'm saying not, that's a. I'm not a. I'm only gonna you know defend myself if someone comes down and grabs me. I I'll have conversations with guys, and I have I've had a lot of them, probably more than I'd care to have with guys upset with me. But uh, I'm uncomfortable making these guys and girls uncomfortable on the track. Look, uh, sometimes oh, the you. things I do with air blocking or restarts and being aggressive when, when we're all packed up on a restart it's the best chance we have to pass once we get singled out it's really hard to catch the next car so um you know trying to get take advantage of restarts and put guys in uncomfortable situations i they put me in my fair share too of my car uncomfortably behind them beside them up next to the wall but i'm okay with them being uncomfortable and them not being super excited to to see me, you know, or, or to you know want to come talk to me after the race, I'm okay with that. Uh, and a lot of them are, are not. That's awesome. Just the whole thought that nobody's going to come up to you ever again. I mean, nope. You let hey AJ, how natural was that? Right? He threw. It looked like he was in the Oculus Arena. Yeah. Didn't well, he's smart. He, he he didn't let you didn't let him hit you first because he he grabs you and pushes you. So yeah, you did it before he. Nobody. Nobody's going to want any smoke. With Ross They'll Chastain stay 10 feet that. away from you. They'll stay right outside your reach, right, no matter what, the whole time. Yep, just They're going like to be doing a lot of this from <laughs> like a couple feet away, you know? And I appreciate you saying, hey, I'm a good human, man. I don't want to be putting people in a situation where they want to fight me because we could die out there and people have in the past. I'm an idiot, but I want to let you know, loved everything you did out there. Sorry about it, AJ. Go ahead, pal. Oh, no, you're great, Ross. What is air blocking? You mentioned that. I'm sure it's common for you, but for someone like me, I don't know what that even means. Yeah, man. So we're going really fast and we depend on air to make our cars handle. So everything we do is either to give the car mechanical grip with like springs and shocks and the tires, but then to push the car down on the ground, we're basically airplanes upside down. Airplanes, when they take off, they go up, they have lift, they have down. The works. <laughs> None of that makes sense, Ross. Dense you know it. I, yeah. 
Flight. Yeah, Denzel did it. Yeah, so so the Cocaine. you know the, the biggest thing is to use the air uh, to go faster. So the faster you go, the more grip you have. Um, when you get behind a car, think of following a semi down the interstate. It's going to start buffeting around. You're going to feel it moving. Uh, if you're too close, then you pull out. It's all smooth. That's what we have yeah, behind crap. each other. You can use that to your advantage um, to to block them, to slow them down, and to make their car handle bad. So it's like a green shell. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a banana. Oh, it's like a banana. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So, so you're like wiggling almost or trying to get in front of them to kind of disrupt their, uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah, they're, they're just the air. It's as simple as, you know, the air pushing down their car from driving almost 200 miles an hour. Uh, if they have less air, they have less grip. Man. You good at Mario Kart? No, I leave that to my pit crew, man. So we've got some athletes on our team. That's, you know, I've, I've got 140 plus employees here at track house that work just to put the 99 and the one car on the track and so how many 140 it takes 140 people look i'm going to show you this you're paying 140 people so we got um they're all gone most of them are gone today but um look we got we got old cars from years gone by that we're going to get rid of hopefully um oh they for sale (laughs) Sweet <laughs> yeah, who do you sell them to? Maybe we can make a deal. Um, All right, let's do that. Yeah, so like, you want to do that right now or later? Yeah. Oh, later. <laughs> right awesome. I'll send you my uh, Venmo. Okay, Perfect. sick, sick. It's going to be tough. I mean, that digital payment, they, they limit you, they cap you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to buy one of those, but we will certainly make something happen. Imagine that thing That's sitting outside the Thunderdome. Oh, oh sick. Need it. So, yeah, Anyways. man, look, we've, I've got, we got, we got mechanics that Justin Marks and Pitbull have hired to work on the cars that have been mechanics and worked, you know, with their hands, wrenches their whole life. We've got crew chiefs and engineers that are super smart. They went to school for this stuff. They work on their laptops all day long to make my car and Daniel's the best it can be. We have, uh, you know, we have hauler drivers that have to travel all over the country. Uh, and then we have athletes hired to change the tires and fill it up with fuel in nine seconds on these pit stops so back to the reason i brought that up that's the mario kart uh of our of our world they all are on their switches on the plane um and they are they are brawling on some mario kart after the races oh yeah i love it i did that one time the the college football players are all doing the the guys that don't make it to the nfl yeah. are getting into the pit crew game right We've got some guys that, that were in the league. We got a lot of college football players. Yeah, man, it's um look, it's, it's like a it's, pipeline, AJ. It's oh, yeah. a competition, so um they they love to compete and uh, do they drug test those guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean for steroids, they can they can test it for juice. drugs. Yeah, juice. I'm saying Rappaport. We're talking about talk, taking out rap. Yeah, those guys mm-hmm. should all be on the juice because they're gonna jack that car up in nine seconds. We're all clean, man. All ah, clean here. Damn. Okay, congrats. Damn. congrats. You drug test 140 people? That's a lot of money, too. I mean, well, NASCAR, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Is it you or NASCAR? Who does it? That's the question. <laughs> we, uh, we this is, where are we in the season right now? Yeah, what's next? And we're, Yeah, we're about uh, halfway through our regular season. So we run 26 races, and then we reset, and the top 16 guys, uh, they go for the championship in 10 races. And it kind of, there's different rounds, three races at a time, all ultimately to get to one race in Phoenix, Arizona. So we're, uh, I guess, race, we're about halfway through that 26. Uh, we're at race 12, um, oh. and we, uh, we're leading the points with the one car. Uh, we're, we're top of the heap. We haven't won yet this year, but we won two races last year. My first two and track houses first two. We're a new team. 
like Justin Marks and Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, started oh, this the thing Pitbull. In the Pitbull. Yes. Okay. All right. We, Dolly? I think we got we got over that. Yes. Pitbull owned, Pitbull's paying 140 people, you're saying. And then the other owner. Well, he helps. He helps. Yeah, he's a, Mr. 305. So is he coming to races? Yeah. How does he is he a good driver? What's he doing? He, I have never seen him drive, but he does come to some races. He's he's a car guy. He just loves to compete. And yeah. um when Trackhouse, when Justin Marks had this idea, um, he wanted something and wanted somebody to be a part of it that was bigger than racing. And so Trackhouse Racing is just a just a small part of the, the larger Trackhouse group uh, that has ties in Nashville and is going to continue to grow just in the world. So um, we, uh, we're we a small part, but we're, we're proud of, of that we're a part of this. And, uh, yeah, uh, Armando, he texted he, he text me after Sunday. He was uh, proud of the fight, uh, you know, the, the fight in the team, not the – Armando the as not, in Pitbull, Armando? Uh, I, yeah, his I call him Armando, but yeah, Pitbull. No, his name's Pitbull. Ross. Who the hell's Armando? Ross, his name is fucking Pitbull. Ross, yeah. in first place. Let's not fuck it up by doing anything dumb. His name's Pitbull. <laughs> what are we, what are we? <laughs> Ross, Armando? not Armando. What are you, you call a guy Pitbull? You call just, right? Yeah, that's his brother. I I don't know. It's just what I don't know. It's what I do. So um, yeah. <laughs> did he intro uh, you? As, did he introduce himself, Armando? You know me as Pitbull, or did he say you know who I am, or Mr. Worldwide? Yeah, what is Mr. Three of Five? How do you? He was introduced to me as Armando. So God oh, damn business it. pitbull. Business pitbull. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I call Kitty him. Kitty boy to two chains, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. really different. No? But yeah. Pretty simple. So he's actually, I mean, no. for being back on four, man, he he texts, he, he stays up to date. Um I was able to send some of my family to the to show back home in, oh, in South Florida. They had awesome. never been to anything like that. So my grandmother went, she was right down in the front row having a blast. Dude. I think everybody on earth, and this is why he is senior worldwide, Mr. Worldwide, Monsieur Worldwide. He, uh, <laughs> do you know anybody that doesn't like a pimples? I don't, I think every, They're he could good. do a concert mm-hmm. forever, I think. Fireball. Well, and, and so motivating. Gosh, I, I try right. to run through, through, through a Martinsville wall again when I listen to his <laughs> songs. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Let's not spend too much of his money building new cars. His lo- <laughs> the logo is sick back there, the T and EH. And also, look at that hat. The hat is awesome. Yeah. Ty, don't you love that hat? Yeah. That is nice. Yeah, that is right. sick. That is absolutely sick. Uh, listen, Ross, you didn't answer it. We've asked you a couple times here. Are you a John Deere guy? I can't, I, I can't get over it. Yeah, look, uh, we, we've got we've got several colors at the farm. Um, they but, better be uh, green and yeah. yellow, pal. Sure sounds like no. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, y- y'all just need to come to the farm one oh, day. Do no. this. Come on, Ty. The feet. You just need to answer the question. Okay, we'll have some fun. Oh, how's it work? How's water? Is that in water? Is that in ground? It's underground, we- right? Out of, above? No, like pumpkins. Yeah, they pop up, actually. actually yeah. How does it work? What, what do watermelons look like from, from when you plant them until you pick them? What's it look <laughs> and like? And how many acres do you guys have of these things? Yeah. Are they on trees? Or watermelons? Do you grow seedless ones, too? And do you, what, how do you feel about Roundup? <laughs> yeah. Is that killing us? Uh, a lot no. of them. Um, a lot of yeah, crop. Watermelons are grown. Uh, we transplant the plants into the ground, and then we grow them. They're vines on top of the ground in like real sandy soil. So it takes good. about a hundred days. There you go. The seed is that a seedless right there? The round ones. Yes, that'd be a seedless. Do why do you guys even have the seeds anymore to grow other watermelons? Or I, I like seeded watermelons. I like to spit the seeds out. I think I think I like them. Guy. But um, people are it's sunflower seeds. You know what I mean? What are we talking about? Hey, hey, I Fuck. like the watermelon with the seeds in it, too. 
I mean, I like them both. Really? If I have yeah. my choice, I want the ones You're with no seeds. Yeah, no seeds. Are we talking yeah. more flavor? Is the flavor different? Like a bone-in? I'm a watermelon connoisseur, but I'll tell you what. When you guys took the seeds out of those things, it got a lot easier and better for me. Personally, mm-hmm. yeah. personally for me. That's my watermelon experience. Chastain watermelon. Is that what they're called? Chastain watermelons? Mackenzie can't wait. No. She's going to see this early. <laughs> She's got no teeth. <laughs> Our our watermelons are, are are called Melon One. We're part of a larger group of family farms, That's and right. uh, but we we promote all watermelons. Um, we're just in Florida and, uh, that's what you'll see on one of my race cars this weekend. The Florida Watermelon Association is sponsoring my car. To Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Florida, man. Ross, is it, tr- is it true if you swallow a seed that a watermelon grows in your stomach or is that a f- favorite? Good question, Tone. Thank you. Glad I threw it to you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I heard that I didn't want to take the chance, so I never did it. Smart. Smart. Yeah, Con- I think Connor that. has one more yeah. for you before you go, Ross. Yeah, Ross, one more for you real quick, and this doesn't you know, affect me as much, but are you a fucking deer guy or not? <laughs> <laughs> we need to know, dude. Yeah. You need to we, know. We don't know a lot of ninth-generation farmers, bro. He said there's a lot of different colors in the farm, right, And when it comes to your equipment. Yeah. So what we got? Sure. We got Bobcat out there. We got John Deere Kubota. out there. We got Kubota. What else is there? Is there green <laughs> or not? Probably new things. Listen, okay, look, all right, look, I have, you know, I have, I'll be honest, I've grown up with some deer at the farm, but I am a Kubota man now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's a sponsorship situation. No! He's got yes. a contract with them, Ty, so you don't have to I hope he jump does. off the roof. Get, yeah, get no. all the free tractors and trailers yeah. you can, pal. It'd be a different situation. You got a contract, but you Listen, better get your ass online been, and order a deer. I don't think there's ever been anybody on this show that's ever had to fight off Answering a question right. as hard as I just did. Because <laughs> they're all dead. Hey, yeah, guys. We, <laughs> yeah, but Ross, you knew we were going to get it, though, right? Like, that was, it, it was, as soon as you just dance around it, it was like, all right, here we go. It has to happen. Yeah. You're a fan yeah. of the program. We learned today. We're very thankful for you. Hell man. yeah. Yeah, guys. That was very nice. Awesome. Very rarely. Awesome to be on here. Look, I thought I was going to be on after Martin's, but I don't know what happened. Uh, what do you mean? You know, what happened? Dale Mellon. Oh, yeah. Foxy? Um, what happened? Foxy? I don't know. What do you Fell mean you don't crap. know? What's up, baby? Is that on our end or your end? I think it's on our end. <laughs> you don't know. Never again. Maybe we found out he was not a deer guy. That's, I think that's what it was. <laughs> no, no we had intuition. little feeling. Yeah. Little feeling. Um, ever, no one's ever had their, their feet held to the fire as much yeah, for three. them to answer a question on what kind of equipment you use on your farm. <laughs> so, Ross, here's what happened. You wrote that incredibly nice thing. We read it. We're like, this dude's a fan of the show. So now we just assume we could just, you know, yeah, yeah. This guy gets it, you know, so we can fucking pepper him if we have mm-hmm. to. And you're racing. How fast is your car going? What's the top speed this year? Uh, look, we're, we're trying to keep it under 200. So we're, we're up in the mid 190 sometimes, but we, we're NASCAR as a group. It's just better if we stay under 200. We, we tend to fly in the air a lot when we get spun around backwards over 200. So, Ooh. um, Interesting, because yeah, uh, in IndyCar, they're trying to sneak every mile per hour out of their car that they can. Going the fastest is a massive weapon. Now, to your point, their crashes are, in, I mean, all crashes are insane, but they're flying through the air, mm-hmm. those cars, Indy cars, flying through the air. So you guys are trying to just find the secret sauce at each track of how what's the peak speed you can go with the way the track is built or how's that work because i just assume that your engineers and his 140 employees are trying to get the car faster than everybody else's car even if it's by one tenth of a mile per hour or whatever 
Yeah, no, us, track house, me, I want my car to go a thousand miles an hour. I don't care. I, uh, I want to go faster than everybody. But NASCAR is a group. So we got a new car that they rolled out for last year. Uh, we're not manufacturing cars anymore like we did for 70-something years in the sport. This shop used to manufacture cars in its previous life. Now we we, we buy and we assemble cars that, that we all buy. So every team in the garage buys from the same supplier um, so we all have the same parts and pieces. So NASCAR, when they designed it, they just tried to give us the, the aerodynamic downforce and the amount of power we have and the amount of tire grip we have to, to just keep us under 200, uh, just as a ballpark. Um, but we're all looking for those little crumbs of speed, and uh, we want to we wanna go faster than the next guy. Dang. All right. Well, if you can drive that fast, you can handle fucking John Deere question five, six times. All right. <laughs> yep. you got it. Ross, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate you coming on here and, and really handling some of the tough, hard-hitting questions that you probably don't get on other programs. So you handled it very well, Ross. So thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Ross Chastain. Ross. All right. What's I'm up? out of here. See Where you are you going? Well, the baby's crying. You been changing any, you, you changing any poop diapers? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, somebody is uh, nice. doing a little bit more than the other. Okay, <laughs> one party is certainly doing a little bit more than Some the blowout. other. So the blue out. Um, so I'm doing night shift. Sam does early mornings. I'm a night person. She's a morning person. It's actually a pretty good system. Yeah, yin, yeah. It's yin pretty and yon. Great yin Perfect. and yon. Which is the actual statement. I saw a lot of people tweeting me that I said it wrong. Get Google. Okay. Mackenzie knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mackenzie's 25% Korean, which is where nice. yin yang comes from. Oh. Actually, I learned that at the Olympics, uh, I do believe. Uh, anyway, the, um, I try to hand off the baby to mom with clean diaper, you know, yeah. maybe just fed, like, mm-hmm. hey, you're waking up. Let's do this whole thing. So Sam's coming in, clean a diaper, give bottle. Only a little bit of poop, like smallest amount of poop that I have seen on diaper or in diaper okay, okay? yeah but mark it down dirty diaper also had pee saw the blue wet diaper as well let's go ahead and jot that down hand off the baby i'm a fucking hero okay mother's day is coming up yep. she's brand new mom i'm a hero okay she's refreshed she's doing her thing you know i'm doing i guess that little that little amount of poop that was on the diaper that I changed yeah. was just kind of like a feeler like, like a pilot fish <laughs> yeah just kind of Kind of like a send out, see how things are going. It was her first blue up, and uh, she, it, I guess she destroyed a diaper. It went up her back Ooh. through a onesie, oh, yes. which the onesie was one of her favorite onesies. So we lost a good one out there. Damn. But, like, uh, yeah, Sam had to deal with that this morning. It's her first real poop as opposed to all the other poops that have been happening. So big deal. The poop, the poop thing is, I think in my mind, a lot different than some people because remember, she couldn't poop for the first. Mm-hmm. 36 hours and they thought they were gonna have to give her an enema and it was a problem so now every poop i'm like this is good yeah she's pooping she is fucking chugging formula though like (laughs) this is she's getting after it bro that's good real deal it's a great thing it's hard if they if they're not taking any that's when you have to worry that's what they every doctor that we've encountered has asked us like is she feeding yeah and it's like are we doing too much? Are we like, I'm a little bit worried. She's holding this fucking bottle, dude. That's like, that's awesome. She's holding the bottle while guzzling it. I've been able to scratch the outside of my right calf while holding her head with my left arm and feed her at the same time. Cause she's holding her bottle into her mouth as somebody that just turned 
a week old or whatever. It's been awesome. It's been insane. And, you know, hanging with mama and the baby here has been amazing. So I appreciate you traveling out and for the boys continuing to do the show. This has been, we've watched you. I've got a chance to experience life as somebody that watches our show. You all are great to hang out with. Man. I'm very, very, very lucky that I get to do it for a living. And it's been, uh, it's been a magical time for shoot, for shoot, for shoot. For shoot. Have you watched any games at night? Anything going on? Everything. Yeah. I've watched damn everything, bro. I'm up to whatever, three, four. What happened to AD last night? Oh, so oh my God. that was awesome. I actually watched the aftermath when Ernie was talking to <laughs> who's the guy on the court. He's good. Yeah, he is. Um, I forget his name, but he was explaining the whole situation, right? Of what went on. Personality, though. Yeah. Like, when he talks to Steve Kerr, like he's he's actually asking questions that are good. But him having to be like a journalist reporting on what he saw AD do live in the moment and Shaq, you hear crumble up his papers and throw them over his head. Whenever you hear, he got onto a wheelchair and he was not in the concussion protocol, did not have a concussion. Yeah. And he was on a wheelchair and then Chuck starts laughing. And then Kenny was talking, I think and Shaq clearly losing his shit (laughs) on the side of the table still. And then Chuck started talking Chuck started laughing while he was talking. And Ernie, I don't think Ernie fully got what they were laughing at. I don't think Ernie, I think there might have been somebody talking in Ernie's ear while the guy said, like, he seems to be okay. At the beginning, he had a little bit. He was off balance. But he's not in concussion protocol. And they put him in a wheelchair. Like, the way the message was delivered, it was like a... It was like a Paul Pierce situation when he allegedly had to poop. Exactly. Exactly. That is kind of what I think everybody thought it was. But... If you listen to anybody that's a Laker fan talk, they do fear that AD is uh, a little bit um, uh-huh. soft. What do you think happened, Pac? Soft. I'm that's so what people are saying. How do they know he didn't have a concussion that quick after the game? Is this picture real? That one no. picture? Yes. Yes. That's real? That's yes. a real picture. That's, that's a real picture. That looks like how they light Jesus in paintings from back in the day. Well, that's yeah. how he had to be on the bench there. But yeah. that is an incredible edit. Look at that. Phenomenal I, edit, dude. I mean, yeah. I think I saw he's expected to play game six. So, I so hope he's so. already saying he's going to play. Uh, was it yes. an elbow that caught him just right in the temple? No, it was kind of like a pinky, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but not, it hit him direct. Like it must have hit him in the, right on the button, as I say. Yeah, oh, it wasn't well. an elbow. No, it didn't though, because he's not in concussion protocol. It's what everybody That's else is confusing saying, to me. More of a crazy. What is ball. in there? What's your ear? Hey, what happens to your eardrum when people get uh, like vertigo? Remember, people can get vertigo and get all dizzy and weird. But that's your equilibrium. That's not from getting hit though. No, it's like fluid buildup in there. Oh. Well, maybe I was thinking that would be an excuse, but I ain't got nothing for him. Normally, I'm pretty good at making excuses for people, too. This one, I... <laughs> you don't have anything? Yeah, that one was bad. No. There's no excuse we can make for him on this one. Then to go <laughs> out in a fucking wheelchair. That's the, that's Bro, the hard that's, part that's I have. Like that's like me hurting my finger or my wrist yeah. and tell them to bring the scratcher out, and yeah. they carry not, me like my neck is scratcher. Broke. Yeah, do not bring the scratcher if I don't hurt my pinky. Yeah. Pack, did you hear that? where they went off was on the opposite side of the arena. So it could have been a long, long walk too. Maybe they just like, maybe they told him. They were hey, worried, long yeah. Walk. They're worried he's, he's a bit woozy, a bit wobbly. <laughs> he's 10 fucking feet tall. It's like five steps. Give me a break. Get <laughs> Hold, my hand. Ass up way to fight. Hold my fucking hand before I get in the wheel. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything, anything, right? Come on, man. Yeah, optically he knows. He's got, Lakers fans should be pumped though that he most likely is going to play in game six. Yeah, most I likely. heard everybody... I heard Pac say this as well yesterday, and I didn't know this was a thing. LeBron said it in his post-game interview last game when AD checked out to be on Steph Curry at the end of the game there for the shot. LeBron said something about, like, you know, AD is the best defensive player in the game. And then the next day, 
I saw on a bunch of the sports shows, they were breaking down AD's defense, like highlights how good of a defender is. They were talking about how good of a def- uh, he is on the defense side of the court because everybody's murdering him for his offensive production. And I hadn't heard that about AD. That did it. I might just be such a noob, but I guess he's like the guy on the defensive side of the ball is what people are saying. Yeah, he won Defensive Player of the Year, I think, like three, four years ago when he was in New Orleans. But, you know, everyone's saying this. We'll see what happens if they play Nikola Jokic in the Nuggets because he'll put that to the test because Jokic's numbers are ridiculous. I'm trying to tell kind of it's not just about stopping one player. It's about that he can – transfer from the big guy and yeah. still guard the guard. The pick and roll is yeah. so huge because yeah. he's so athletic and can move so well. He can contest the shot but also get under. That's where it's at. Absolutely. Yeah. But with Denver, it is actually about just stopping one player. Agreed. And that's Nikola Jokic. And so that's why. No, no, no. No, no, no. When he scored 50, they didn't win. He was more of a distributor. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think the the team as a whole outside of him shot like 40%. Well, I'll see to be over with tomorrow. Lakers Warriors, you think? It'll be well, he hopes because if it, if it isn't, then we got a shaved head situation on your our hands. team is yeah. up on the banner, and your other team might be up on the banner. Absolutely, <laughs> very possible. I don't know. That fucking Corgi is undefeated, and that Corgi said oh, that yeah. Warriors are coming back to win in seven. Oh, Corgi's so. five and zero oh right now. Oh, look at this! Oh, that's a beautiful Corgi, just like that one. That particular Corgi can't lift its legs high enough to hit a ball. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. And then, all right, I'm going to get out of here, and I appreciate you guys. You guys are incredible. And shout out that Ross guy. Like, I alluded to it. He wrote us a nice letter. Oh, yeah. Coming on the show. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's the man. Really good dude. Can you show your fish tank real quick? I just want to see what you got going in there. Yeah, I will show the fish tank, actually. Well, because AJ wants, AJ tried to gift me uh, piranhas for the fucking... Uh, no, I know it's a saltwater oh, tank, man. Cool. I would never send piranhas for a saltwater tank. <laughs> Look at that. You got nice lighting. You got a lot of live coral. Yeah, this fucker right here is interesting. I think sweet. Ooh, a little stinger, stinger deal. Yeah, yeah porcupine. You see those little porcupine. starfish oh, legs yeah. that look like octopi? Oh, yeah. Grab it. Yeah. The- it's going to be tough for me to get my hand in her pack. It's pretty. <laughs> this is double pane, soundproof glass. Uh, and before we, uh, before I get out of here, the dogs are going crazy because we're getting food delivered. Shout out to DoorDash. Nice. Uh, Hell yeah. Here's the baby girl. Oh man! Oh, Look at that hair. That's that oh. pacifier I was telling you about, buddy. Oh, is that the one you were talking? That's yeah, we the had one, those, that green one. We had those one. too. Yeah, those are nice. Ooh, that binky there saves some nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. I she's like either all in on the binky or all out on the mm-hmm. binky. And then mm-hmm. here's uh, too much. Oh, that's way too much me in it. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Inception. Inception. Sweet. That's what the wife's saying. Way too much of me. You know what I mean? I don't know how she's dealing. I'm around, you know, right now. So she's dealing with baby and also me here. It's a lot. She's kicking ass. Though. I'm, Mom's sure. The best. I'm sure it is. Definitely a lot. Just like you guys are and Ross Chastain. I appreciate you all so much. We'll be watching. Cheers, Tell everybody. Me. All right, man. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. See you, Pat. There's a giant nine-foot-tall gentleman yes. somewhere down in Florida that's going to join us. This guy, obviously, all pro in the NFL, tight end, giant human, caught tons of touchdowns. Really a good dude, very unique dude. We started talking about this guy yesterday on the show a little bit. He had a bit of a wreck in Miami, I believe, when he was on his bicycle riding. A car may have done something to him, but let's welcome in Mr. Jimmy Graham. Yeah! Sweet. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. So let's see. You're are you on your boat right now, and you're using Starlink internet? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the boat right now. Uh, so 
if I break up, sorry about that. Yeah, hopefully it works. It'll be good for Eon. I want to see how this how this works out here live on air. If you're the connection is good, Jimmy, what can you can you show us your calf and can you explain it from start to finish exactly what happened yesterday when you got or a couple of days ago you got sideswiped by a car? Yeah, yeah. Well, right now my leg's kind of wrapped up, but um, uh, basically I was coming back from the key. You know, we've got great cyclists down here in Miami. Uh, I started last year cycling because I wanted to do something to stay in shape on the boat. And ended up falling in love with it. You know, we've got um, uh, guys like Ray Lewis, um, uh, Desmond Howard, just all these guys are riding every week here. So we've got big, nice groups here. And I was on my way back to the boat. And uh, I guess a guy on the one lane didn't see me because the sun was coming up and just took a left and just T-boned me. I was probably going 20. He was probably going 20, 25. And, Damn. Um, you know, uh, I ripped all the skin off my back and, you know, I've got that big laceration and, and, uh, uh, luckily I had a helmet on and, and, uh, I guess he hit my left side. And so the side that crunched into the bike just shattered, uh, the carbon fiber on the bike, six different places. And then that ran into my leg. So at first I thought I, I thought I, uh, I shattered my leg at first, but, uh, you know, it ended up just being a cut. And, and, you know, I think all the years of punishment in the NFL kind of, kind of built the calluses up, you know? Jeez, is that your first bike wreck? I know you you dabble into every cool, fun activity there is. Is that your first time you get hit by a car? <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've been hit by a car. But uh, most, I, you know, down in Miami is a little dangerous, man. You know, everybody, uh, it, it's almost country down here, and and uh, everybody's in a hurry and on their phone. So, uh, uh, you know, it's it's uh, your antenna is always up down here. But unfortunately, man, I I couldn't get out of the way. I was going too fast, and and you know he just didn't see me at all. So I mean that's I believe I think there's all there's YouTube clips all over of people getting hit down in Florida on bikes. I know that's a thing, Jimmy. We okay. So can you walk us through what all the things you fly, jump out of, <laughs> yep. scuba dive in, what, what? what your plans are for next year, what the, what your plans are with the boat? Can you just take us through a little bit of all your aviation <laughs> specialty and the helicopters and aerobatics and float planes and everything you have? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've uh. Uh, you know, like during my career, I always wanted to stay focused and, and, you know, always wanted to kind of challenge my mind and, and, you know, challenge, challenge everything outside of football, you know, cause during the season, you're locked into that, but in the off season, you have all this time. So, uh, for the first 10 years of my career, I got, I got 10 different licenses. So, you know, I'm a commercial helicopter, commercial multi single engine. I'm a seaplane pilot, aerobatic pilot. Um, and so, you know, I fly a little bit of everything, uh, you know, I'll do air shows eventually one day and, uh just a few a year and and you know obviously i fly myself everywhere you know i got the seaplane and and then obviously the the, the helicopter for the foundation uh i rebuilt a, a a huey from the vietnam war so we take up underprivileged kids we expose them to the stem program to the aerospace technology program and the jobs that are provided there and obviously our big goal as well as taking up veterans of any war especially vietnam and just thanking them for the service Jeez, Ty Schmidt has something for you, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm yep. a big-time Packers fan, and while you were on the Packers, I was one of those dipshits who I'd like see your Instagram and be like, geez, all this guy cares about is flying planes. <laughs> like, I, I want him to catch more yeah. touchdowns. But then yeah. as I keep, like, looking at your Instagram and stuff like that and see, like, the kind of pilot you are, it's like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. He might be the most interesting human being on the planet. <laughs> yep. um, so when did you like initially know you wanted to get into all this kind of stuff? Cause I feel like you don't just wake up one morning and be like, Hey, you know, I want to start piloting planes and jumping out of planes. And as you got better at it and like got more hours in the, in the sky, is that when you kind of decided like, ah, I think I'm going to hang it up. Cause I feel like with how big you are and how athletic you are, like you could have played another five to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was still thinking about playing last year and ended up turning down a couple of teams because, 
you know, uh, for me, it's about the right situation, you know, and, and the ability to mentor some young guys and, and obviously just to just catch phase in the red zone. Cause, uh, you know, I've always been pretty good at that, but, um, this all started when I was a young kid, man, I, uh, I watched the movie Top Gun and got obsessed with it. And, yep. and then, um, you know, basically when I went to the league, I just saw it as, you know, you know, now I have every, every opportunity to make every dream come reality, man. And, and, uh, you know, I just chased after every dream I ever had. And, uh, you know, I'm still doing that. You know, I, I saved actually, uh, the water for retirement because at the time all the workouts I was doing, I mean, I was completely obsessed, um, during my career with trying to be in shape and being strong and just trying to maximize my potential, um, that I, I had no room for anything else. I basically had, you know, training, flying and uh, basically taking care of my dog, you know, just making sure she was good. But so now that I'm, you know, looking to retire, um, now I have this whole new avenue, kind of this whole new, uh, uh, area to push my mind, push my body. And obviously, you know, my end goal here is, is, uh, you know, I'm living on a sailboat now and, and, uh, I'm doing that so I can learn quicker. You know, I've got some pretty good mentors, uh, to teach me how to fix everything. That's the biggest thing is when you're trying to get around the world, you've got to be the mechanic. You've got to be, uh, obviously the sailor, you've got to be the cook. Uh, you know, you've got to be kind of, a uh, the fix it of all. And you have to really understand those because there's parts of the world that are, you know, there's really no help and, and, uh, it can be extremely dangerous. So that's the process I'm going through now. And, and, uh, you know, that'll eventually, I'm hoping to eventually fly around the world and then sail around the world solo, um, and really Hell test yeah. myself in many ways. Well, well, this guy, Boston Connor, I don't know if he's going to do that, but he has a question for you, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, I do. First yeah. thing, uh, that video of you with Simple Man playing in the background, I think you had some cool Oakley shades on. Need some more of those. I probably watched that video <laughs> 15, 20 times at, at once because it was so cool. So maybe run those back. Uh, you mentioned Top Gun. Have you met yeah. Tom Cruise, and have you also maybe been reached out to, like, hey, we need a 6'8 pilot who also, you know, like, skull crushes someone because something gets mixed <laughs> up while they're trying to land the plane? Have you been <laughs> approached to play any roles as far as, you know, a pilot or now a sailor go? Um, you know, not yet. When I was a little younger, you know, I kind of stayed away from a lot of stuff. You know, I was I was offered a couple roles and, and you know, just kind of kind of stay focused on me. But, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, being bald and six foot seven, you know, everybody, um, everybody always says that I should be the rocks. Um, yeah. Bingo. um, you know, uh, 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 his, his stunt double, cause I can actually do all those things. So, um, we'll never know, but actually how about, uh, you know, I, I'm actually building a hangar, uh, which will be done soon. I actually, uh, I actually own part of a runway. So the runway's in my backyard. And of course. so I actually take off and fly from my backyard now. And, and, wow. uh, if you guys want to sometime during the season, man, we should get something together, yeah. uh, you know, try to get try to get an episode and just air it from my hangar. And then oh. uh, I'll take up everybody in the helicopter. Uh, I'll take up some poor soul oh. in the aerobatic plane and I'll I'll show you how to AJ. flip a plane. Can oh we, can we, oh hey, can God. you take us in the helicopter? Can go. we, uh, I know the doors usually open like you're flying through Vietnam. Yeah. Can we jump out into the oceans and do all those kind of things? Uh, we'll, we'll see. The thing is, uh, there's a lot of rules when it comes to aviation. So you need you need quite yeah, a bit yeah, of permits for certain things. There's like a lagoon, but I can right? guarantee. In there a lagoon we can find where no one's at? <laughs> there are, but I would get in trouble just, oh. you know, being a commercial pilot and everything. But, you know, I mean, I'll take you guys downtown Fort Lauderdale and we'll land on a uh we'll land on a building and go to Los Olas and like eat breakfast or and something. And we can like so, sprint I mean, out cool. like we're landing somewhere. Like go 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 yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey Jimmy, uh, Pac-Man yeah. Jones has something for you. Hey Jimmy, I'm yeah, a fan buddy. of yours, man. I want to talk about the Pro Bowl. 
and um, first ballot Hall of yeah. Fame. I think you should get in. You got what five Pro Bowls, yeah. one All Pro, uh, first team, two All Pro, second team. Right. You got what eighty two touchdowns, <laughs> over nine thousand yards. How do you think you fit on that that ballot? Is you, do you think um, first you know, ballot, second ballot? We definitely know you're going. <laughs> um, honestly, you know, man, I, I guess throughout my career, you know, man, I caught a little bit of hate, especially at the end, man. You know, I I don't think people realize how difficult it was to to get over that knee injury, man. It took me a couple of years to really battle to get over it, um, and and uh, you know, for me, man, I don't know, you know, it's it's you know, I mean, I know I've always been kind of a kind of a private person, which sometimes doesn't help out, and. You know, I've I've always been kind of living in the shadows and and really not diving into all the all the politics and um, you know all the fandom of it. But uh, you know, man, I I hope one day that my name's called, man. And, and you know, obviously, man, I had the opportunity to battle against guys like you. Uh, you know, I'll never I'll never forget, you know, going into Cincy and uh, you know just leaving there just beat up because because man, all you guys are so physical, man. I remember you. You hit me low probably three times in the game, and I thought I wasn't going to be able to walk again. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, But I appreciate all the battles. I really do. <laughs> Tone Diggs, what do you got? Yeah, Jimmy, we were arguing yeah. this yesterday. I don't know if it's an argument. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, what's the route for when we're going around the world uh, yeah. sailing? Are we going to Magellan? Yeah. How or, long, or, too? Or, yeah. Are we going down Antarctica? Which, what's the route for when we go around the world? Yeah, so the only way around the world is down. You know, you got to go down. It's in the Southern Ocean, so uh, that's that's really the most dangerous part of the world because it's where the winds go around the world unimpeded. So, you know, on a daily basis down there, you have swells of forty feet, um, and and so it can be extremely dangerous, extremely windy, and and really the, the further south you go, um, the faster you'll go, but you'll start to run into icebergs. Um, Jimmy, so that's why kind of the bigger issue. You have everything in the world. Why, why are we playing truth to dare here? <laughs> and you, have an, you got an engine, right? I mean, like you got a motor when you can't sail, right? Like when you. How, yeah, but that? I mean the. Yeah, so I mean, right now I do, but the idea is uh, this is this is the practice boat that I'm uh, that I'm currently on right now. This is where I'm learning everything, and eventually yeah. I'm going to build a carbon either cat or carbon monohull. And the idea is I want to get around the world fast. You know, I want to go as fast as I can. And try to do it. Um, um, so once once basically I leave from Miami, um, I won't touch land again. So whatever I'm carrying on board is Damn. all that I'll have until I get back to Miami. So the idea is, you you know you're not going to be running the motor regardless because you're going to need that fuel for maybe something else. You know, and and it's actually cheating to run the motor. So for me, the idea is, once you leave port here, there's no motor that's allowed to be run. Uh, uh, it's all by sail. So at times, yeah, I'll just be, you know, if I hit a low and and wind, then I'll be hanging out, probably fixing stuff at that point. But uh, you know, after that, then I'll probably get back on the horse. You know, there's a couple of there's a couple of things around the world. There's a I've I've tracked this this one race called the Bondi Globe, which is a single handed race around the world. Um, I had a, f- a friend named Alex who did it for uh, Hugo Boss, and he's I think he's been around the world, you know, eight nine times single handed. But Damn. there's been more people in, into space than have been around the world single handed, and hmm. you know I feel like that's kind of a big test of you know myself, you know, a reflection being alone that long, you know, uh, the ability to deal with some of my past, and I I plan to write a book when I do it, so wow. it should be interesting. Hey, uh, Jimmy, so. I don't know if you know this. Pat's at home with his new newborn baby. I think he got so excited wow. once he saw you on here. I think he might be on. Uh, he might be on the line here. Pat, here what's up? Go. What do you got for Jimmy? Hey. Oh, Jimmy, here uh, we go. Am I dead? There he is. Jimmy, hey, baby's here. I want to let you know. I hope she goes on to become one sixtieth of you know all of the things you have oh, wow. become in license. Ten years, ten different licenses. 
absolutely bananas. Listening to the sailboat conversation and you inviting us to your hangar in your backyard and you said, I'll show you how to flip a plane. It's like, I'm good. You know, like let's keep the plane, keep the plane the way it is. But I would definitely come. We would love to come down. And I know the boys answered that. I would just like to reiterate the fact, like we need to make that happen. Like let's actually make that happen and do that. You are maybe the most fascinating human on earth. You said next football (laughs) season, we'll come down and do that. When are you going to sail? You might answer this in the delay from the TV to my phone. When are you setting sail? How long does it take? And like, are people going to be able to come visit you? Or I heard the tail end of your answer there. Is this like a darkness retreat for you? Like, sounds like it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a little bit of that, you know, I mean, uh, obviously I think everybody knows that I went through a lot of the child and, and, uh, you know, there's, I think I've been so busy up until this moment, trying to change my narrative, trying to get out of, get out of where I was and try to become something that, um, I really haven't had a chance to reflect on some of those things. And, and so, you know, there's, there's nothing like being in the middle of the ocean at night alone. Uh, that'll that'll stir up some feelings. So, Jimmy, that's a nightmare. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Russian roulette. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, well, everything I do is calculated risk, man. And, and so that's why I'm taking my time now to learn. You know, that's why I'm on this boat right now. I plan to do it when I'm 40, actually, uh, because I've got to build the carbon fiber boat to do it. Oh. This boat, I'm going to take over to Europe at some point. Uh, I mean, right now, I'm going to, you know, I'm, no gonna, easy I'm in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. Forge I'm the like river, down. dude. Forge the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go down to Argentina because I want to learn Spanish. So I might go down there yep. for like a month or two. And, and uh, so, Why not? Duolingo, too. Uh, you could use. Yeah. Rosetta Stone. Well, it's a little easier if you're just living in it. Yeah, you know? I guess. Yeah. Hey, are you on your phone right there or is this your computer? Uh, this is uh, this is my phone right now. Can you flip? Can you show us a little bit of the interior of that deal? Of your boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Found yeah, that yeah, carbon man. fiber. Yes. So this is your boat. trainer boat, you said? Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah, go. So this is, the practice, <laughs> this is the practice boat. Let's see Sorry. here. So this I'll is the practice boat. It's a nice-ass practice boat. Damn. Oh, no, no, no. It's nice. It's nice. I and mean, then, it's uh, very nice. It's, here's like one of the rooms. Dang. So, How's the weather yeah. in the Caribbean? How's the weather in the Caribbean right now, Bahamas? Uh, well, uh, Miami's beautiful. Uh, so it's said, always beautiful. It can go down there. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, so yeah, you're going to build a mono hall? Right now, no mind. You're not building a, uh, like we were watching that race yesterday in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. You're going to build yeah. something like those boats? No, no, those are, those are, um, big catamarans. Uh, like those a, are bay. Yeah, yeah, but those are bay racers. So those can't leave and go to the open ocean. They'll like break apart in the oh. open ocean, basically. Oh. Yeah, those things are. Those things are basically F1 race cars. So like an F1 race car can't leave a track. If, it, if you put that on the road, just a little bump, it'll shatter probably its front suspension. It's kind mm-hmm. of the same with those bay racers. Uh, so this one will be monohull, but most likely a, a catamaran because those go a little faster. Uh, these carbon cats now are unbelievably fast. Uh, they have dagger boards uh, for stability. And uh, like I was in a monohull, sorry, I was in a carbon cat last year uh, made by HH catamarans that went. Yep. It was a 50-footer, and we went 24 knots on the open ocean. Uh, I know a 60-footer will probably go, um, you know, somewhere between 30 to 30, 34 knots. So, you know, for me, I want to do it. You know, I don't want to take my time, and I want to have a good time and, you know, go fast, obviously. Are you make, So those things make their own water and everything? You get out in the middle, middle of the ocean. Can you, desa- yeah, you got a desalination yeah. plant in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a water maker. Um, you know, I'll have about four, five, six sails on board. Um, you know, I'll have uh, backup parts to everything. Will you be fishing for food at times? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'll be trolling, and and uh, that's one of the things that's going to take the longest is, you know, just trying to understand uh, nutrition wise how to do that because I'm so big and 
yeah. I eat so many. I mean, I probably eat, I probably eat two whole chickens a day Hell and yeah. I've been doing that for Hell 20 yeah. years. So, I so I, you know, I've got to figure out just how to carry all that protein. So, Oh, I don't know if we, if I didn't hear you or not, have you ever met Tom Cruise? No, not yet. I've been, uh, you know, it's been a dream and, uh, you know, I mean, I know he's got his own hangar. I know he's got a P 51 and, and, you know, obviously I'm in the, I'm in that war burl, uh, sorry, that war bird, uh, community as well. So, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting him, man, because he does everything. Um, you know, he's always been a big mentor, uh, you know, as far as, you know, the things that he's done through his career and his life, you know, always challenging himself and always, you know, making yeah. sure that he's the one that's doing it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I mean, I've always looked up to that, obviously. And, and you know, that, that's why I say where I'm in today. Is there like a, is there like a crew? Is there like a, um, like a celebrity civilian pilots thing like you and Harrison Ford and Travolta? Mm-hmm. We know Tom Cruise, he's kind of his own planet. You guys ever get, you guys ever rub elbows like EAA up there at Oshkosh? Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of guys, uh, a lot of good people at EAA up at Oshkosh. Um, and that's usually where it all goes down. You know, I'm I'm friends with, uh, you know, the greatest aerobatic pilots ever live, Sean D. Um, uh, D. Tucker, um, as far as air shows. And then obviously Rob Holland is our world champion. Um, but um, everybody basically in that community, especially the Warburg community, we're all pretty close. You know, we all know each other. We all do charity events together. Um, and we all look to give to each other's charities as far as like rides and as far as favors for kids and for veterans. So, um, you know, obviously Harrison Ford was a co-chairman of Young Eagles. Uh, before I was, and then before him was Sully. So, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to meet, uh, to be uh, both those guys. And, uh, you know, obviously right, right when we all get together, we just tell pilot stories, you know, we just talk about, you know, all the, all the weird, uh, things that we went through and just, just some, some close calls we've had, you know, obviously I've flown across the country. I've probably done it about 10 times now in an old war plane. So, uh, when you're doing that low level, you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to experience some things. I remember, um, I brought the, I brought the Huey up to, to, uh, to green Bay. That took me 16 hours of flying. I stopped every two hours and I brought it up to fly Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, you know, it was a, it was a special trip, man. And obviously worth, it was worth all the fuel, uh, you know, to be able to fly with him and, and, you know, to kind of share everything that I've been working on, um, for the last decade with him. That's awesome. Connor, what do you have? Yeah, Jimmy, so you're going to sail around the world. You're going to fly around the world. You were just talking about yeah. how you do the uh, cycling with some of those other guys. Have you thought about doing like a cycle across America or across <laughs> Europe or any other countries? Or are you going to worry about yeah. that once you dominate the ocean? <laughs> no, no. So um, that's also a part, of, kind of a little piece of it, too, is, it, is uh, I've actually got a race next month. Uh, myself and Luke Wilson, you know, uh, he was my boy in nice. Seattle yeah. and now he's training to try to make the Olympics in the velodrome, uh, what on a that? track on a bike. Damn. So basically it's like, a tr- um, it's like a round oval track where it's, it's all basically it's wood floor and you you're on a bike that has one gear, no brakes. And you basically are sending the bike as fa- as hard as you humanly possibly can. And it's, I mean, obviously it's very dangerous. Luke Wilson, the tight end um, from but, Seattle. But, yeah. That Luke Wilson. He's trying, oh yeah, he's oh trying yeah, to get oh yeah. the Olympics. Oh, yeah. is he, do you think he has a shot? Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, like 100%. I mean, yeah. he has a great chance because, like, for example, uh, like when it comes to sprinting or when it comes to um, kind of these short punches, a guy like me and Luke, we all have uh, a max 2,000 watts. You know, like my, my max wattage is 2,000. So when you're doing a sprint and when you're racing short like that, you're just dumping what you have. And most cyclists, they'll max out at like pro cyclists max out at 1500 watts, you know, but we've been lifting big weights since we we're 14 
And, you know, as you know, power cleaning, uh, box, you know, box squats and stuff. We just have that, that power in our legs already. So you're able to just send a bike, especially when you do it on a track, on a track, there's no wind. There's, there's nothing. It's all those elements are taken out of it. I mean, they're just wrecking into the guys next to you going 85 miles an hour with no mm-hmm. brakes, right? Unfortunately, that's a like, like he fell off like last week and just got dusted. I mean, but I mean, he's fine. You know, obviously we're built for that shit, you know, so it, it that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, I guess now last thing before we go, I know you, you're a skydiver too, right? Are you an instructor when it comes to skydiving? No, not yet. Um, how many, how many jumps uh, right you have? now? No, I've only got about a hundred jumps. Um, you know, it's, oh, it was something so where well? I had to kind of park that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, kind of the craziest story. I've never told this, but oh. you know, I, I can now that I'm retiring. Yes. <laughs> um, so I get to Seattle. I'm traded for a first round pick, Max Unger, the whole thing. I move all the way across the country. I know nobody. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, 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 I had a close, um, a really close mentor pass away. And then week 10, I blow my knee up. And uh, I rupture my patella tendon, and they're telling me, you'll never play again. And, you know, I see my future. I see this. I see so much that I'd worked for just falling away. Um, so that off season, um, you know, I'm grinding to get back. Uh, obviously I, uh, after that season, I missed no games. You know, I came back nine months later, which was almost impossible. I played with the incomplete patella for a year and a half. And, um, but before that season started, um, because I had always done something new every off season, I just, I was like going crazy, man. Like I couldn't deal with the fact that I wasn't learning anything. So, uh, two weeks before the season started, before I was cleared to even run or play, um, that's when I went and got my skydive license. So I jumped out of a plane, uh, with, and because I'm so big, I can't go tandem. So the first time I jumped out, um, it's called the AFF program and it's an accelerated program. You do eight hours of ground school. And then the next day you go out and you jump out of a plane with people holding on to you. Uh, so, um, I did, I did those two jumps and then I went to the season man, and I just felt fulfilled after that. And then, you know, obviously made the pro bowl that year limping around. So, you know, was definitely blessed. And you didn't let the Seahawks know. Now they know. Right? Oh, now they know. But, <laughs> but, but trust me, trust me, Pete, um, obviously we saw John Snyder this weekend, man. It was <laughs> awesome to see him at the Derby, man. He's just like one of the best to ever do it. And, and obviously he's like a player's GM. So is B. He's a player's coach, man. And, and uh, so they already knew I was kind of crazy, man. I was flying into work every day anyway. Yeah, so, you were fly- so um, you landed your float plane, right? People don't, you, you had a float plane. It's on floats. You land it there in they have like a they have a dock right by the facility. How does that work? Yeah, so uh, so my first week uh, in the building, John Nordstrom, he used to own the uh, team. He sold it to his friend Paul Allen. Well, he shows up to the building and he says, "I hear you're a pilot." And I'm like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Have you ever done the seaplane stuff?" And I said, "No, I've been waiting." So his plane was outside on the dock. So we hopped in his plane and uh, we went on a tour of uh, Seattle. And then I got my seaplane license the next weekend. So next weekend. So after that, um, you know, I started flying with him probably every two weeks. I pick him up at his house. He picked me up at my house, and we go get some food. Man, he was a great mentor when it comes to seaplanes. But uh, um, I started to because I, I lived at the top of Lake Juanita, so it took me forty-five minute flight uh, drive to get there. But it was a five-minute flight. So yeah, man, I used to do like a live story, and I used to just fly into work. And then on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesdays, that's how all the the foundation stuff started. Was I was flying wounded warriors from the facility. So on Mondays and Tuesdays after the game, we'd bring in wounded warriors, and then I would give them a tour, and I'd take them up in a seaplane flight and teach them how to fly, and then I'd send them to the jersey and a couple of helmets. So that's how that all started, really. 
That's sweet. That's yeah. dope. That's pretty nice. Uh, pretty nice yeah. experience. I know. Yeah, I see yeah. you flying all the uh, flying the kids around too in the the Huey, the yeah. giant helicopter. You can't sneak in anywhere there. Yeah. I would imagine flying into Green Bay, wherever you're trying to land and and fuel up. Like, I mean, didn't the whole the yeah. whole town come out? I would imagine and just surround you wherever you go. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it it definitely is a showstopper, man. You can hear the thing from uh, from ten miles away. Every time I go up and fly down Miami Beach here. I probably get a hundred text messages and about 10 videos of me doing it. But, uh, you know, man, everything we're doing with that is, is, uh, you know, to service our kids, man, to service, uh, our future and our veterans, man. So I want to make sure that all you boys get down, you come get this flight with me. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh, ask Aaron, obviously he's been on the flight. It's, 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 I it's mean, a different level. Um, people really don't understand. I mean, this thing is beautiful, but geez. also the smell, the sounds in? of it. They strapped in, Jimmy. I hope yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. Hope oh, that, oh, yeah. that couple strapped in right there. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, everybody strapped that? in. Actually, that guy, that guy right there in that door, uh, uh, he was put on three tours in Vietnam oh. and won a Purple Heart in Vietnam. So, um, you know, we've had some special, special flights with our veterans, man. And and you know, obviously, I've had like full generations in there and. You know, Vietnam Purple Heart guys crying and telling all these stories about being shot down and surviving in the jungle. It's pretty, pretty unbelievable. Man, that can't be legal. You look like you're flying pretty low there in between <laughs> buildings, Jim. Do you have to get a special nah, clearance nah, nah. for that? No, 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 no. Miami, Miami International below there. It's uh, it's uh, 500 feet or lower. You, you can't be over a congested amount of people. There's there's all these little rules. But we, we make sure we follow them because, you know, i got to lead by example, man. People are, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, and people, everybody people knows it's you. Everybody sees the yeah, giant yeah. Huey that's yeah. that completely <laughs> referred Jimmy <laughs> Graham. Like, of yeah. course. Like, that's not just some other helicopter up there in the sky. You Last thing, quick. I know I already said something. What, what do you think about the Derby? You enjoy the Derby? Like you said, you, oh. you mentioned John Schneider. You got me thinking because it's so good to see guys like that when you get down there and you didn't know he'd be there. But, yeah, you uh, yeah. you seem to know everybody, too. Wherever we're, we're sitting at this table here, you know, like Peyton's over there. There's all these people yeah. that all do all kind of stuff. Jimmy's just up and down the line people. Because I think it's also <laughs> because you're such a giant human. They're like, what What are you, sir? And then he goes, he usually knows, he has a connection with most of them. Like, he's, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually shared an Uber with him back yeah. in 07. Flew him. To you know, home. We stayed three nights in Fiji, and I flew him out. Like, that's usually what happens. But, yeah, it seemed like you have a good time out there. Yeah, you know, man, I'm a big avatar, man, so everybody kind of, you know, gravitates towards me, man. But, uh, um, you know, it's it's it was unbelievable being back with the guys, being back with you, man, being back with the crew. Uh, obviously, uh, shout out to Aaron, man, for, you know, inviting all of us and getting us all back together. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that's probably the first time since since I've been out of the locker room where I felt like I was back at home, you know, back with family, back with the boys, you know, being able to share the moments, man, smoke some cigars. Uh, obviously drink a lot of tequila what? but uh man it it was uh unbelievable and and uh man i hope we get to do it every year because you know there's not a better weekend i agree man thank you so much for coming on here i know yesterday we kind of i was glad you weren't like hiding from somebody i thought hey man now all of a sudden i guess they sent me a tmz story yeah. that we were talking about and i was like man what if jimmy told a couple people he's not in miami right now what if jimmy oh, told yeah. some people he's like wherever and now we, get, we put him on the news getting hit by a car so thanks man really appreciate it we need to uh we absolutely need to figure it out and take you up on that. Get down to your hangar, ride around the helicopter. Absolutely. We'll, yeah. I promise none of us probably will not jump out into the ocean if you're like 50 feet up, yeah. 30 feet up. But we'll, <laughs> we'll do everything by the rules. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on, Jimmy. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for having me, man. I'll see you guys this season. All right. Jimmy Graham, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Jimmy! Yeah. That's what a cool. oh, that guy is amazing. That's yeah. a little bit of everything, huh? Yeah. Holy shit. Charity, flies. What? What? He's flying all these kids around and, and vets and different things. And for his, I mean, the helicopter, I need to see it in person, but like a Huey, it's absolutely gigantic. I remember yeah. he was sending me pictures throughout when he was refurbishing like, and redoing the whole mm-hmm. thing. 
I was like, it just, it's so big. It's like, have you seen We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson? Yeah. Yeah, it's him. With snakes flying. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's like, it's it's ridiculous. Do you think he'd let us, like, mount a 50 cow out the side? In front Bingo. Of I mean, yeah. mow down. So that, <laughs> I'm just look at jet skis. I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, and I know we're still in the air, but we were on the air. I think Jimmy obviously falls. Like, he's, he's the most, like, I would feel very safe with him, but... He's very by the rules. I think we could jump out of there without him getting in too much trouble. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, Jimmy, what's that? Look what's out! That? Look out to your left. Jump out. Boom. Yeah. We just we lost s- Con Man. If, oh, we see Ga- if we see Gabbert like, down there on a jet ski, so we know if we get yeah, knocked unconscious, him. yeah, he'll save us. Then, yeah, yeah we want to have So he's insanely <laughs> intelligent, too, because yeah. he's yeah. got to be, you got to be like a mechanic and like know how to do all this shit. It's yep, not just is. for his plane. And actually have like the, you know, I, I think a lot, I, at least I'm guilty of it where you get into something like this, is I'm all in, and then he just fizzles out and you don't really follow through. Like Jimmy looks like, like, hey, what I plan on doing, I'm going to follow through. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going like, to be very good. I mean, he's not collecting baseball cards. You can't really fizzle out when you're <laughs> fucking flying planes and helicopters. If he's in the middle of the Arctic, if he's in the middle of the Arctic, though, and like that water thing goes out on the boat and he has no fresh water, like he has to fix that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's yeah. kind of a scary thought, isn't it? And it the, is. Him also saying that there's been less people to do solo trips around the world in a boat than there space. are that have been to space. Yeah, that. Are we including, uh, what's that guy? Bill name? Shatner? Bill Shatner, yeah. Are we including I think him? you have to. Uh, yeah, he technically went to space, didn't he? So, well, yeah, it ruined hey, his life. But it, yeah, it did. His best friend that went around the world, I mean, nine times. What if, how did, what's clarified going by yourself? Can another life. person be on another boat? Oh, can you have like a trail boat with yeah. you? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's all you can't have, If they do, you probably can't have any contact with them. Yeah. I doubt yeah. a trail boat's going. Because he said it. Like, I have to And you can't fix start everything. the motors. You can't start the motors. Yeah, motor. Which is crazy. So he's not even pulling into a dock. He'll never see land in that whole no. trip. No, he's not even bringing. He, he won't even have a motor on his boat. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. He said he had, he'll now have that's it. super scary. He said if there was yeah. no wind or anything, I'll just be hanging out in the ocean, yeah. kind of. And he said he'll have eight sails, so like if a sail rips, because yeah. obviously that happens. But you're right. Like, what if what if your water maker goes out? I He's say too, is he afraid of pirates at all? Is pirates still a thing? I don't I mean, know. Somalia. I don't know if they're coming after him. They yeah. take it. They try to take over big tankers so they can hold them ransom. Right. They give us five mil. Yeah, that, but you never know. Be. You you might you know be on the wrong day. Absolutely, it's, it's a like, You know what? Let's go fuck up a catamaran. He's gonna have a small arsenal on the boat. I would hope. Just yeah, like Connor, yeah. there's a small arsenal in the belly of the yeah. plane. Both he, of he could bring a he could bring a football and throw it through one of their fucking yeah. little right. boats like a, a yeah. mortar and sink them. Can you imagine if he just stood up? He came from underneath. He was in the boat, and all of a sudden, like, oh, there's some pirates pulling up, and Jimmy just pops up from the stairs, and like, who? Like you said, yeah, he's an avatar. Yeah. Oh, he this. He no. just keeps going and going. He's so then he just fires a football off their face, and then one <laughs> dude falls in. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ty, you mentioned it a little bit, but boy, do you owe that man some apologies. Oh, no, you yeah. got some sorries to say to him. Oh, yeah, and I, I tried to, like I said. I mean, but, but it, that, it really was. I mean, I think you guys kind of all saw it in real time. Like, when he was with the Packers, it was like, you know, and, and he kind of said, he was he like, did. during the season, it's not. it was basically football and flying. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and I, I guess if you think about it, too, it's like you guys playing in the league, it's like you're not playing and then, like, Posting highlights from yourself, like on your Instagram, like that's yeah. pretty. Uh, like uh, guys who are in the league, some guys really do nowadays, maybe. But but yeah, I mean, he is legitimately maybe the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, and I, 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 I didn't do really post my highlights. Sorry. No, I mean yeah, you got a lot I, of. Them. I'm, I'm just I saying, got like, but I post them. You got a lot of them. You're playing offense, defense. But I didn't know his knee was that fucked up. Like, yeah, I when did he do that? He like 15. He, it was rough. I know it was a bad one. It was 15. Right was before it? that was before the Packers, right? Because Packers yeah. was taking yeah. out that, his knees every time. That was the only year he didn't make Pro Bowl. I remember that because he, he was unbelievable. He had like he had tore his patella. Yeah, that's something, what he right? said. Nasty. And then he played a year and a half with half of a patella. Like what yeah. the mid Pro Bowl. 
Yeah, made the Pro Bowl in that year and a half. Limped around. Also, he referenced it a couple times. I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to look it up later. Uh-huh. I didn't realize like he had a difficult childhood because he mentions yeah. twice like growing up. Obviously, wasn't easy for him. So I, that makes yeah. sense. He's a private person as well because you wouldn't know any of the shit that he's doing because you don't see it ever. Yeah, he, he, even though we could, stuff. we found a few videos and they had some cool like GoPro videos of him doing the aerobatic stuff. Yeah. Like, for what he's doing, he does not post enough. No, exactly. Like he needs. Correct. He should have a full time videographer with him right. that edits everything he does. I'm like, even if you just want the footage, Jimmy, and you don't want to post it, yeah. you should pay to have somebody film all this and just have it. So, like, what if you do have kids someday, or what if you just want to look back? And be like, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, about setting an example it. for somebody else? Like he yeah. said, that guy set an example for him. All that that he's doing, bro, that that take a special person. Oh yeah, absolutely. mentally and physically. Because mm-hmm. if you want to go around the world by yourself, you got to be fucking mentally strong. Yeah. I do not want to go he, around the world by myself. He I'm should sorry. he should yeah, set up right. GoPros around the entire boat. Like yeah, I don't know I why he, he does. He films most of. It. He just doesn't put it put it together. Okay, because yeah, he cool. always he he knows. Because I've told him this for years. I'm like, man. What are you talking about? Film this. Put this out. That like, does, I have the footage, man. Yeah, like a documentary <laughs> about him doing an uh, entire solo like mission around the world yeah, in a boat. To, you got it. He has to film all that. I'm sure he has a plan for that. I mean, writing a book too. That's not a bad I would idea. Puke either. so fast. And he's Would you do that? I see. I've in gone up. With, I've gone up with the the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds, like in fighter jets, and puked the whole time. But I loved it. I would do it. <sighs> See, Jimmy keeps trying to get me to go in this. Air, that's his float plane, but his aerobatic deal and do all the flips. And I'm like, man, I mean, I, I'm a puker, Jim. Yeah. I'm not kidding. That that video of him, and we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, that video of him playing Simple Man with mm-hmm. the Oakleys on or whatever the hell they were. Oh yeah, just doing spins and shit. Yeah, there the coolest See, that, thing. That was me, Pack. That was me. Okay, I puked about uh, 90 seconds after. Nah, not <laughs> maybe four minutes after that, I puked and kept puking. They're just fucked with you too, right? When you go over these guys. No, they, I mean. Uh, no, he, they were very yeah. respond. Yeah. They were cool, actually. No, but there's well, certain maneuvers you, you want to hit. They, there's all these maneuvers you want to hit where you pull seven, eight you, Gs you, or whatever, and all. You this know stuff. for sure they all have bets. Like, oh, well, I didn't have all puke. It was like, oh, first time. Well, I was, and I knew going in. Like I've seen other people go into, and they're like, hey, oh, I got a rock stomach. I'm, I'm such. A, I'll never puke. I went in the first thing. I was like, I, I puke in the car, guys. Like I, if I look at my phone in the back seat, I'll puke mm-hmm. when my mom's driving. So I'm just telling you, I'm probably gonna puke. And they were, they were trying to give me all the tips and tricks of what to do. I was like, sounds great. Sounds great. And then <laughs> you take that vertical takeoff. Yeah, there's no... And all of a sudden, I don't know which way is up. And there's a canopy and the sun feels like it's 16,000 degrees. Right here. This is it, Pack. I got to, I had to unstrap my deal. <laughs> I, I remember after I... Oh, where, so after I puke... No, where do you puke? What do you puke it? They had like yeah. the dog poop bag yep. okay. next to me, you know? Oh. But you're, you're super cramped in. Like that's also what's really tough and claustrophobic. You start oh, puking, and I, I start puking, like, I'd say, yeah, 90 seconds after we took off, I had my first puke, and I took it off, and I remember I puked, and I asked the pilot, I'm like, where should I put this bag, man? And he's like, tie it off and put it in your uh, cargo pants pocket, because you, you wear this flight suit with the Thunderbirds, and you have cargo pants, so I tied it off, put it in my bag, or put it in my pocket, puked probably four more times, and then as soon as I landed, I was ghost white sick mm-hmm. they have all the local media there because oh, they do no. it to promote the air show and whatever's coming so i just stand there like shaking and try to answer questions after i just puked for 45 straight minutes that's absurd i puke when i go to the carnival you know they got a little oh, thing yeah, going sure. i can't do that i'm sorry no no chance i mean that's why somebody... that's why the, the boat imagine how sick you'd be sailing around the world what? yeah, yeah. 40 foot swells 40 oh, foot not 40 mile an hour wind he said 40 foot swells yeah. that's, that's massive perfect storm yeah, that's like the roof. Not of the only building. is it scary, it's very 
makes me nauseous thinking of it. Well, that's what, and I didn't want to ask him because I didn't want to like send out any bad what? juju. Like, has he seen a perfect storm? Like, has he seen some of the movies oh. where these things don't go well because of massive yeah. storm? But that's also technology. Like, I assume he has. Now they can see it far in yeah. advance. Hopefully. Yeah, like, he probably has a, a Doppler or the a radar. One. Yeah, Donato Doppler. Well, they have Doppler. everything. They got the Donato special, I heard. That's the conversation he was saying he was having with all his buddies, how they talk about, oh, shit, that was a close call right yeah. there. Oh, man, oh, here we go. All right, Miss Joe. Joe. You know about Joe, don't you, Pat? Yeah, I know about Joe. <laughs> How long did when did you? How long after you entered the Thunderdome did you learn about Joe? They went okay. Yeah, first day. Yeah. <laughs> this first picture. Day. So for whatever reason, where I where I sit at home, it's still funny here. But I don't know why. We'll just be having normal conversations, and you guys pop this picture up in the background. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. I, if we're talking, I can't weather. handle it at home because it's just you guys are dead serious. If we have this picture well, always popped. Yeah. What do you mean, Joe? Yeah. Yes, I know. And I'm Love happy. you, Joe. Thank you. Joe. His family has to be so pumped. I just hope they have seen the pub that Joe Denardo gets. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, do they, they know? They've sent a, there's a bunch of stuff actually on okay, the front good. of the desk. They sent. Well, t- t- Wouldn't WTA. that make you feel good if your WTA dad passed or your grandpa had passed, and a, a pretty popular program continues to show him and has a. Shirt sure. here yeah, and yeah. keep popping this up. We do continue oh, no. to champion, but the, the city of Pittsburgh has been championing him for a long time. Have they? Thank you, Joe. So it's not just there. you guys. You speak for the whole. No, we're the only city, city in the entire country where we knew exactly what the weather was going to be twenty four seven. It's true. No, because of one man. I don't know. Joe AQ would. AQ is a fucking liar. Yeah, AQ doesn't know. And a scumbag. AQ would easy. He would read the news wrong. That was AQ. You think? Yes. I think AQ is very intelligent. Me too. Not so when it comes to weather. Doesn't mean yeah. he's a fucking meteorologist. You think you could beat him in an MMA match? No, absolutely not. No. AQ is a thick son of a bitch. I mean, you said it. That head of his. And anybody. And his in, arms, his punch, like his just initial punch yeah. would knock me yeah. through a brick wall if I was just standing here. It did home. knock me through a brick wall. My back hurt for like eight weeks after the draft. Did you catch it on the draft night when <laughs> you were talking about his head and he bonked his head on the microphone? On, on the, the microphone? Mic, yeah. No. He did. He gave it one of like those. He was, <laughs> like he was pumped, like a confirmation. I don't know who's draft night. It was, it was it when he was on here. That was like a little here. fist, like here, here. Yep, yeah. here we go. Oh, good. It might have been draft day. I need to find that. I saw uh, Nate Diaz is fighting Jake Paul. Yeah, oh, in yeah. a boxing match. Yeah. Yes. Did you also see that when? he thought that was Logan Paul that he uh, jumped out of New Orleans? Yeah. Who's? Yeah. Oh, he thought he said he thought it was. He was yeah. like, "Quit playing with me." That was Logan. Oh, I didn't see that. I th- I know it said like Logan Paul look alike. He'd strangle. I didn't think Nate thought it was Logan. Nate he still did. thinks still it's does. Logan. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nate's awesome. He also found out that you're not allowed to smoke weed in Texas and box. So they're trying to figure that oh, out right no. now as well. <laughs> so they're, when's the fight? August. Uh, I have no idea. August is it in Texas press conference? Yeah, it's in Texas. A couple Where? days ago, uh, Dallas, right? Austin. Uh, like, is it in like Houston. a big arena or what is it? Quite sure. Yeah, I think Nate it's Diaz. in. Our Who's going to win, Pack? I'm going with Nate Diaz. I mean, I'm taking. Well, I'm, I'm not fuck. taking. Nate, I I wouldn't pick. I mean, I take the Diaz brothers over a lot of people in the last two fights. Have they? Uh, yeah. Who did Jake? Jake got it. Lost he the just decision. Got Tommy. Tommy lost the decision, right? Yep. Yeah. How was that? I don't. I didn't see much of it. I'll be know. watching Nate Diaz fight, though. Yeah, I'll absolutely watch Diaz. I, I think Ariel Hawani's part of the coverage, isn't he? Mm-hmm. he wasn't he part of the presser? Yeah, he has yeah. been for a while. There, yeah, August fifth. So most viable pr- promotions. Where's it? How, oh, live on pay per view. Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's not at, like Cowboys Stadium, obviously, but it's got to be somewhere. So that one stage when he choked the shit out of his brother. No, that was, he like, was get, they pressed charges on him. Didn't yeah. he get off though? I'm not sure. He's trying to say, he was I did see that Logan's himself. actually give him his, like his lawyers. To the lookalike guy. I saw the, oh, really? I saw it yeah. happening, but I didn't see what the uh, result was. Kind of sounds like a work. 
So that's no, I, don't, I think that dude was out cold. No, he definitely was. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he worked was. himself into a shoot. Yeah, he could be right. Brother. We're going to actually we're gonna open up the phone lines, guys. We haven't oh, done wow. that in the last couple of days. No, I don't actually, did Ian go to the phones at all? No, no, no. He, no. he, he did not want to talk to... You don't um, think he called them poppers, remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like, I don't want to talk to the poors on the Is floor. that where you guys was, got that name, that yeah. word popper? It was actually kind of fucked up, to be honest. No. Yeah. Is this, is this a real thing? Are you guys messing with? No, I didn't actually say that, but that's how the word yeah. got brought up when we were talking about it earlier in the week. Oh, okay. Comment. Do you know what the phone number is for people that want to call yeah, into so the Five Hour Energy phone line? 1 332 I'm going to try to go out real quick. Oh, I was right. Come on now. Curtis, Curtis in Illinois. What's on your mom, pal? Hey, what's going on, guys? I just got to say, y'all are dogs, right? There we go. Hey, I just want to right. let you guys know, uh, have you guys heard of disc golf? I know y'all are like golfing all, all the time. Like disc golf. Yeah. Frolf, Frolf. Frisbee golf? Yeah, 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 frisbee golf. Disc yeah. golf. We've banged yeah, up. are you a professional? No, I'd love to be, though, but... We bang chains all the time, yeah. brother. Of course we it do. Do you guys have... The other and day. thank you for the call, sir. Um, do you, anyone... Honestly, I was driving last night. No. With my son, I want to play. For, I want to be a better frolfer. I was driving by a park. Say that to your son. Or? I was dri- Yeah, he was. I was like, man, we need to play because I had some frisbees. Yeah. That I, I love throwing frisbee. I always, always well, been a big frisbee guy. But I want to. I want to actually compete. This isn't just throwing frisbee. You know what I'm talking about, okay. Patty? Yes, I do. Oh, yes. Actually, it was what last week when Junior Junior was uh, ending track practice, and I seen all these people. And I one dude came out early. He's at the 50 yard line. Fucking I mean, these I'm guys are it. legit. Literally, they were playing like leagues. Oh yeah, in Ohio, yeah. like o- ultimate is no yeah. joke too. Oh, yeah. Like this guy's well, talking. That's like a workout, ultimate frisbee, isn't it? That's well, yeah, it's like flag football. What he was talking about was where they have like certain. It's 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 basically golf because they have like driver. Uh, oh yeah. no, yeah, I know, I know Three about that. You want me to bring my that. chains in tomorrow? I've almost Butter. bought the bag on Amazon. It's like the starter pack that gives you like it tells you the different frisbees that are different weights that go. Yeah, you get, I got you portable butter, chains right? if yes. you want me to bring them tomorrow. Yeah, I actually I I got on Amazon a. A frisbee golf hole that I set up in my yard. Mm-hmm. The only problem is it's cheap and it falls over all the time, so you don't really set that yeah. much. But the it has the chains and everything. The college I had or that I went to had a entire eighteen hole really? frisbee oh, golf really? course around. So many the parks in Ohio have it yeah. back. I, I would assume here, but like you, Actually, the house, if you look the around, there's frisbee golf holes everywhere. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a big sport. It's almost like it's. I would say it's bigger than the pickleball. Whoa. Mm. Pac-Man, I mean, I'm pickleball's just, uh, the frothy community is big. It's different because it can go by yourself. Big. I'm saying in Ohio. It's big oh, in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Every park, it seems like, has a, a whole course set up. I'd That's, still just rather go play golf. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. And if it's nice out and I have the option, I'm never going to play frisbee <laughs> golf, ever. Some people cannot hit a fucking golf ball. That's, That's good fine. Point. Good point. Point. So care. guess what they do? Flick of the wrist. I get it, but... Me personally, I could go shoot 190 on the golf course, and I'd still rather be doing that than playing frisbee. I'll be honest with you, some people can't throw a frisbee. True. And it's a a lot harder than just chucking a frisbee. Absolutely. Yeah. It's incredible. What about Bruce? Bruce Brown, I can't see through this the window right now if you're back there, Bruce. I would imagine this is like a big coastal elitist type thing. Uh, No, I can't throw a frisbee. I've never played disc golf. I'm with Ty, golfing only. Yeah, I don't know. But Bruce is a great pickleball player, great tennis player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't throw a frisbee though. Those are things that he was probably doing instead of doing the frisbee. I don't know if it's a coastal elite thing. I think it's a big uh, get stoned yeah. and be outside yeah. and yeah. throw the frisbee. Yeah. Crunchy granola yeah. thing. Play hacky sack in between holes. Hacky yeah. sack. I'm, Smoke, I'm down. Go throw a frisbee. Yeah, that's a big. It's a big. It's big in that world, Pack. You see, I'd rather have a catch. 
Me too. Oh my goodness. Once I was again. playing catch actually <laughs> yeah. a couple days ago with my son. I thought of you because remember I thought I wanted to bring gloves to Arizona yes. so we could have a catch. And I was like, man, just oh, so you're playing took glove up and too ball? much space. Huh? Glove and ball. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, catching. Uh, just yeah, baseball. Catch, okay. Baseball. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, just having a catch like in Sandlot. With that's the, the best. His dad that he hates. Hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I mean, you've talked about it a couple times. A lacrosse, having a catch in lacrosse oh. is also very fun. But, which is brand. I didn't. I never. I hadn't done that until about a month and a half ago when all my kids just started playing lacrosse. You know about this game? It's fun, man. I knew about lacrosse. I knew. I knew about it. I didn't know. Of, I didn't ever play it. Yeah. I thought I saw today Turn that uh, there's some. Uh, there's a girl at Plum Senior High School uh, where Connor and I and yep. Pat and mm-hmm. oh, she's a, a lacrosse stud, right? She has a thirteen thousand goals. Or we have the video. Like Heavy. Do we have any of that or a screenshot? I mean, she's, she's, a, she's a junior. From what I read, she Plum, scores hundred goals a game. Yeah, junior at Plum High School has one hundred and eighty-one goals in her career. So she already set the record now for we're all staying. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I didn't even know they had a professional. Uh, Thank you for lacrosse. saying it right, AJ. And now no, De- Denver is a big time lacrosse school right here. Huge lacrosse. They're actually, I think there was, I forget when it was, but when they won the national championship, they were the furthest west school um, after North Carolina to yeah, win weird, their national it? championship. Because it's all like uh, along the East Coast, and then all of a sudden Denver. Is there other, t- any other teams out there that are legit? California has grown. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre yeah. Dame and Indiana, they're really good. Syracuse. They just never got it done. West. John yeah. Hopkins. No, Bal- Baltimore. West they're legit North though, Carolina. Right? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's more. Why are you sure. mad, Ty? Don't get pissed. No, Ty's so mad at me. I can see Ty staring through me. I would never bitch. test you on geography <laughs> or when it comes to movies, talking about the plot or, you know, A, B, and C. Where would you yeah. say in the country we are right now? I mean, this is a game everybody plays. It's not the Midwest? I would say it's definitely the Midwest. Definitely I would say it's definitely the Midwest. What would you guys say? Midwest. Midwest. We're, we're a third. We're damn near in the middle of the country. We're a third of the country. Hmm. If you were to look at the entire country like this, going right to what left, would you say Ohio is? Right a third. Midwest. Okay. But that's an argument. Corey Lindsley, the great center, always has with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron tries to tell him it's the Mideast. He calls it the Mideast. I don't get why is. Pittsburgh's not Midwest. It, why is Pittsburgh it's not? What's Pittsburgh considered? Technically, it's, Mid-Atl- Belt? it's Mid-Atlantic. No one says Mid-Atlantic, though. Yeah, but PA, right. in my, in my world, world, does. you're not going to say Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to say Pennsylvania is Midwest. True. In there in Pennsylvania. And because I guess cause, especially because Philly's you, involved, you'd never think of Philly as If you've Midwest. ever been to Pittsburgh, we don't act like Midwesterners either. Yes, you, you guys certainly like? do, and you guys are a Midwest city Pittsburgh's its own country, I feel like. Pittsburgh is the Vatican. It's its own country. I've never been so and that's mad a, a human being in my life. Every Midwest city is relatively the same aside from Chicago. I'll say it. Is Chicago Midwest? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Elite. Look Cincinnati, at the, Detroit, elite. Indianapolis, no, if you go Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. No, look at the You're buildings. Right. They're actually like old buildings that like have character and stuff West like that. They're in Pittsburgh, just, you mean? Yeah, they're not yeah, just Chicago oh, too, flat bro. bullshit. <laughs> is, that, is that Indiana? I, yeah. Indiana is not a fucking building in Pittsburgh that looks really good, bro. Come on, Pac. Come on now. Besides so what Nick uh, Heinz Wedding Factory, was the OG Heinz that Factory. shit look like uh, the backyard, bro. Who? No. Yeah, row Downtown houses. Pittsburgh. Row houses. And oh, stuff does like it? That. Mid- the Midwest doesn't have row houses and stuff like that. Yeah, they the way they're like not suburbs, but the like housing area in uh, when you're driving around Pittsburgh, it's just like it is in Boston. Yeah. Like, really? Calling someone from yeah. Pittsburgh a Midwesterner is the greatest. Honor slap in the, slap in the face imagine, you could ever give someone. Saying mid Atlantic, they would be offended too. They just want to be known as no, because that's actually correct. Yeah, Ocean Boy. No, that's what. Because <laughs> the Atlantic. Is that, is that what these all these terms? I don't know anything about. Yeah. These are 
some slander you throw towards kids? Never call Pittsburgh or Ocean Boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if, if you want to get a fucking I saw Diggs. right Diggs to the got face. some fire in his eyes when he yeah. heard that coming yeah. from Z. Yeah. yeah, Atlantic Boy. Jeez. There it is. <laughs> Ty, is Iowa Midwest? Yes. Iowa Absolutely. is like the capital of the Midwest. Smack dab yes. in the Midwest. I'd say Ohio is like the beginning. Then when does it? Where does it go towards? What happens when you get towards the middle of the country? What do you call all those people? Kansas is still the Midwest. Okay, keep going. Nebraska is still the Midwest. Then you get to the Rockies. Then you get to the mountain area. Then it's just on mountain. West, to, not not yeah. West Coast, but mountainous no. regions. Yeah, yeah. 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 Then then you're and then in you the mountains, and that's what like that's Denver, the Dakotas. Yeah, Colorado, Down Montana, Wyoming. All that, yeah, right here, Utah. Is there a, like a hard and fast rule on where where you where you can call? Hey, this is the Midwest. This is East Coast. This I, is. I think there's a perfect breakdown, like Ohio to I would say, Nebraska. I would say the Dakotas yeah. are still in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Ohio to Nebraska, that is the Midwest. Then we got the mountains in Montana, Wyoming, Colorado. I mean, North Dakota is basically Canada. Damn near, yeah. basically, but it's you can't not. call it Midwest. It's so far north. Yeah, but South Dakota is part of the Midwest. You're saying Fargo? It's basically the same You're pushing thing as North Dakota. North, South Dakota is more like the. Where, yeah. Where's well, not the? Uh, I guess the ranch. You, you could say that's the Great Plains. There you go. Yeah, there where's go. Mount Where's Mount Rushmore? North Dakota, South Dakota. It's in North Dakota. Okay, so yeah, North Dakota has to be Midwest. Might be in South Dakota. Okay, so South they're the same state. I think it's South Either Dakota. way. Either way, they're the exact same state. This is an argument people have all the time. Oh, yeah. Geography's awesome. And then Michigan, you see the Upers, the Upper Peninsula up there in Michigan, right, Eddie? Did you ever go there? Oh, yeah, all the time. That's basically Canada, if you really want to talk about it. They don't even got highways up there. Yeah. I mean, a joke. Is there there highways in Canada? It's fucking beautiful up there, though. Yeah. I've been up there. Ty, you ever been up there? Uh, Upper Peninsula. Upper Peninsula. AJ, a lot of Packer fans up there, That's not Lion fans. I didn't know about it until I got to Green Bay, and they're like, oh, it's a Youpers. It's a, you, you, some Youpers. And then we went up to the, the Upper Peninsula, like my first, before my first training camp. And I was like, this is amazing, man. The lake, the water. Lake Superior is amazing. Everything about it is really cool. Mm-hmm. The people were obviously super nice. Yeah, but then, see, that, that this is what's interesting. Is West Virginia down, like, the south, technically, yeah. not yeah. the Midwest? Yeah. The Mason-Dixon line? Yeah, you can't call Tennessee the Midwest. No, yeah, can't. No. That, yeah, or so, Louisiana, Virginia South. Where's Arkansas? Kentucky, South. Arkansas Where's Arkansas? South. 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 Okay. South. Completely South. Texas. Now is Texas SEC. Midwest? Texas no. is Texas. 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 Okay, so what's Oklahoma? See, I don't know if Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma South Dakota, Midwest. North Dakota are Midwest in my head. I think that's the Plains. I think Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri is where that Midwest line cuts off. Personally. And then what, Arkansas, Louisiana, Tennessee, North Carolina kind of boxes in the south? Yeah, even Kentucky, I think you could yeah, go Yeah, Kentucky, south. definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where's what? Bo Jackson live? Alabama? Yeah. I don't know. What he's What's going on with right him, now? Ty? He's dealing he's with He's had the hiccups like since July. That was a story out there, right? Yeah. True. Since July? Doctors have no idea Wait, what Wait, July of 2022 was the last time that Bo Jackson didn't have hiccups. Correct. Yeah. He hasn't slept in a dim. Says he's had hiccups since July. Doctors don't know why. Is there any, I mean, if there's any doctors online that want to dial into the uh, five-hour energy phone line, I'd like to know why they can't figure hiccups out. Well, and hiccups is just when you get too much air. Is that all it is? In your body, and there's a flap in your body, and it just keeps flipping. So is that why you try to get scared? Yeah, or that's why you hold your breath. Really? What do you do when you have hiccups, Peck? Eat mustard. What? Mustard. Just dump it? Dump it down your gullet? Or how? that? Some fucking mustard. Or drink some Green River. How, how come it people get how come people get uh, hiccups when they're cartoon drunk? Too much air in their body. Yeah, because all the all the fuzz and all the bubbles. Has, so has Bo done any? Like it'd be tough for him to sit down for an interview. 
Well, since how often are those hiccups coming? Well, remember what Bo Jackson does too. Now he's an archer, so you know he's how pissed off he's been oh. trying to. He's scaring all the turkeys and everyone away. Well, and even just you know he gets you dialed think he in. He holds his breath a pick lot. Up, boom! He's shooting like Doom. he's way off. Yep. He's hitting Jimmy Graham flying an airplane over top of well, him. Bingo. Let's hope not, because if Jimmy saw it coming, he'd dodge it. Yeah, he would. Definitely. Hard right. Universe. Hard right. Yeah. He said Top Gun got him into flying, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he it's did. pretty crazy. You guys know Harrison Ford was a pilot? He crashed on like two golf years course. ago on a golf Air course. Air Force yeah. One. Like an old, yeah, he's an Air Force. But in, uh, he's getting old. One into of those a, old school planes, yeah, too. In, into a bunker. Did he? Yeah, mag- somehow. He walked away from it? He was fine. He got lucky. Well, he's Harrison Ford. And now I think after that, people were like, hey, Harry. Stop fucking Dial flying planes. Right. 78 years got old. Got there yeah. at 12 right. parsecs. What's hmm? that? You got Star there at 12 parsecs. Oh, yeah. That goes parsecs, above my ass. Yeah. Parsecs? <laughs> Pars- it's a Star Wars thing. Uh, have you seen Harrison Ford lately? He's acting in TV. He's crushing it. I have not seen. Oh, he's on um, Shranking. Jason Segel. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's good. Great show. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen all of it, but that was a good show. Is there more than one season? No. No, just the first season come out. Apple TV is just, they hit home runs. They have a lot of good stuff. He's killed it in Yellowstone, too. That's He's 1923. Yeah. But. Okay. Oh, Harrison? Prequel. Oh, yeah. He's in the prequel? Yeah. yeah. With yeah. Tim McGraw? No, 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 no. The one after that. There's another one. 1923. There's two. Was, was there 1917? No, that's what not a something. So it's, that's a movie. It was like 1887 or something. Yeah. 19, 1917 is that movie they made about World War One. That's right. I saw that. Yeah. Where it's like, well, one shot. It was shot. like one big shot. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was a sad movie. That was a crazy movie. Like, just tough. Not as Tough sad conditions as for everybody. All quiet on the Western Front. Oh, goodness. That one's sad. Yeah, that's the one. I think I may be thinking of that one. Actually. Yeah. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking that of. It's all in German. It's like dark and like mm-hmm. just horrible situations. You can't believe so many people obviously died, but lived through that and then just had the rest of their life with that in the, in the background. That's trench warfare, baby. I mean, that is, right? Well, that was the last time we had trench warfare, that's right? Pretty right? much. That's Blitzkrieg. That's when it was nasty. What were doing? Mustard WW2. gas? Was that mustard gas? Yes. Big in World mm-hmm. War One. that's what became big. Yes. Cyclone B or whatever. Yeah, then Cyclone yep. something. Mm-hmm. And they brought the flamethrowers for the next mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. You think you could dodge a, fam- a flamethrower? No. If you saw the dude come with a big pack and you were in a bunker, he comes up and as soon as the flame starts to come out, that's when you're allowed to move. And you got to go right Absolutely not. You know how far those things go? Like no, I don't. 30 feet. Very far. Very. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> cover. Like I figured that gives 30. you enough time to adjust no. as it's coming that's to That's why you, you. always oh, got to carry water with you. But you're saying... See those pillboxes they were in, there's not a whole lot of place to... You know, it's not like I'm a, saying a sprawling four-bedroom house. Ty has the whole pack. He comes up on UConn. He's like, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's almost done. like a game of chicken. So so am I this like close to... Yeah, you move 10 more feet back. 10 feet back. So he, I'm 10 feet away. He said, You said, say when. And, and he's can, sitting there on a trigger finger. And I can move as soon when. Right, left, back, wherever you need to go. No, I think I'm dead in me. How heavy is this thing? I it's, think it's pretty it's heavy. Huge. It's probably like 80, 80 pounds yeah. carrying all the – you probably have a few good shots because there's so much fuel being used too. Well, most of those guys, you know, they turn around and boop, boop, and they get hit. Their tanks are <laughs> yeah, yeah. done, they're you're, done yeah. for him. You're right. Everybody's shooting at you. You don't want that gig. Well, that's what they show. Unless them. you're clearing pillboxes, that would be yeah. pretty sweet. Uh, you want to be like the hundredth guy kind of coming onto the beach basically. Yeah. Because by that time, they've made enough ground where you are now just clearing bunkers, <laughs> and these guys have nowhere to go. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, is that the best war movie out there? Up there. Well, it's funny, Certainly when we asked uh, Jack Carr about this yesterday. Yeah, what did he say? He hours. said 13 Hours in Benghazi. That's but, the Benghazi. That's yeah, a great I, movie. It's not that, even a war movie. It's about some private contractors that were taking Nobody care said of it was the most accurate. Most accurate. It was a great movie either yeah. way. I was, well, I was hoping he was going to say Black Hawk Down. But yeah, that, that was, was great sweet. as well. That's an old school. He did reference uh, Black Hawk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He did. Yeah. I mean, but, that would look a nasty situation. Wait, oh, here's a flamethrower pack. Yeah, here we That's go. That's what we're talking about. Oh, oh. 
Yeah, but oh, those is were that far. I don't what about the it? Elon flamethrower? I don't not, know if this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, and the, I do not believe these are the type of. Ooh, there it is. I mean, that's pretty good. Elon is he still he making the flamethrower for? Uh, oh, he hit the target. Boring, boring flamethrowers. The, the, the boring sure. company. Remember that was big. Like Elon had one. I think Rogan had one in his studio and was shooting a little bit. Different people got those. You didn't get one pack? Nah, um, Lil Dion got one of them damn things. But I don't, <laughs> I don't get the, the reason why would you want to shoot fire? If you want to shoot fire, you fucking just light a match. Sure. Uh, I guess if trench warfare, it's for trench warfare. That's what they need them. Back, yeah. You know, you go back. I believe it was for the bunkers, right? You go back about a yeah. hundred and something years. Yeah, <laughs> you, need to smoke them out, you need to smoke them out of the bunker. You need to smoke out about 80 people. Yep. Man, that's, that's a gig. And then it, what all, all of a sudden they get they catch on fire and they just come running out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you never put Kevlar around the tank. So if they run, stop, drop, and roll, they're going to be burned. What was that, Zeke? But they might come back. I'm surprised they never put Kevlar around the tank. They think have like armor and stuff. Yeah. Don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All tanks are armored? Yeah. I mean, those flamethrowers? I don't want to say all tanks. Back in the day, Call of Duty, I think I it's called a tank. Those. He's talking about the tank on the guy's back, the flamethrower. Oh. oh. He wants yeah. to surround that in Kevlar. It should be surrounded with something that is bulletproof or does helps a little bit, don't you think? I would Thank imagine. You. Well, uh, fortunately, you know, this was 70 years ago. They're really not using flamethrowers <laughs> in, in war anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a whole. I don't know if there's a lot of big use for those right now in current society pack. No, no, no. He said it. That's a different That's no. a different era. That is not war today. Imagine you had some fucking alcohol ready for oh. his ass. Time he turned. Molotov? Some Mazel Tov? Yeah. 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 Yep. Bingo. You time it up right. I don't think Mazel Tov is what they're called, but. Maybe. Yeah, I think, I think so. they I think yell so. Mazel Tov when they throw them. <laughs> Mazel! <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It's good to know. And then they huck them. Have you ever thrown one? What? Molotov cocktail? No, I was gonna. Have you guys ever thrown a, uh, a real grenade? No, no, no. never. Have you? No, I want to. Though. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But you got to have like I know I've talked to people that have, you know they were in the military and they the the worst thing you can do is pull the pin and just hold on to it. Some people freeze, <laughs> so they have it. Like if you so throw you it, don't say. Yeah, but what I'm saying, people <laughs> really? will do it. It happens. It, it happens. So they you got to like if you're. When they have people throw them for the first time, they put them in like a little deal to where if they if they don't throw it, I don't think it doesn't kill everybody else. But they do something where <laughs> if they drop it accidentally, like you're trying to throw it, and you drop it, it'll go like on a downward hill behind you or something. Like you was stand in an area smart. where it gets away from you. Was that in War Two where we uh, made the grenade like a baseball because we're Americans and we throw baseballs? I believe so. we, in Germany. I haven't asked Spielberg, like, but they were using oh. like drumsticks. Yeah, he made the movie, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Spielberg make Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't make grenades. Well, I assumed he did. But he did probably historically Ryan. accurate, yeah. and it, maybe his grandpappy did. Yeah. Would you want to throw a grenade? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. Wouldn't you be a little bit worried? Ooh, I, honestly, about what? I, I wouldn't be that about worried. About dropping it next to you or blowing up in your no, hand? I mean, how many, you know, many times we've thrown things in our yeah. lives? Just chuck it. I want to shoot an RPG is what I want to do. Yeah. That is kind of, that's my, that's my speed. Good body or shoulder, bro. Don't matter. No, it seems all right. Trailers are already fucked. Can you buy RPGs online, like on Silk Road or anything? Uh, Bill? Bill? Can you answer this, Bill? I think you can buy an RPG. I know what Ty wants to do. He wants to get on top of a Humvee and get on top of the 50 cal. Just lace down your... Who doesn't doesn't want to do that? Oh, yeah. You know who probably won't do that? Another great segue, J.J. Reddick. He interviewed for the the Toronto basketball gig. He did. For the Raptors. I know you guys didn't think that's where we're going next. No, I didn't. But that's where we were going next. J.J. Reddick, just because I'm... I'm very interested in this. Yeah, and allegedly the Celtics wanted to interview him for an assistant role. I would have thought Steve he's probably Nash going head coach or bust. Him. Yeah, I would have thought Steve Nash ruined this though. I don't know, Jason Kidd. All these guys. I don't. You mean going like straight? Yeah. But at from least playing. Jason Kidd was an assistant first, right? Correct. Was he? Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. He I was. thought he was. 
Well, I mean, this is the model, though. Who else has done it? Gone straight to head coaching? Uh, kid. I think Kid went straight to head coaching. I thought coaching. Oh, he did? did. I thought he I did. mean, JJ went to TV. It's technically like kind Johnson. of Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was played, and then he was on TV he for a while, and then he's kid the, it been, was longer time in between. Yeah, Kid might have been with the Bucks actually, before he he's got head coach there. of the Bucks. Really? I went to a game. Before Bolden was The only game I've ever, ever been to courtside, Jason oh, Kidd was head coach of the he Bucks. He went straight to... Jason Kidd went straight to head coach. Yeah, yeah. that's why I thought it was like going to be the, the model kind the of. The next thing. But JJ's been out, what, two years? Probably at least two, one. Three. Maybe two or three. I think the bubble was his last year. Yeah, that it? sounds right. Yeah. You, what do you think about that, Pack? about hiring guys like straight? I mean, he's not straight from the court, but he's, he got done playing. Straight from the TV. Recently, and now he's on TV and yeah. he has no coaching experience. Uh, it's saying what, what happened with the coach. That shit is not going to Jeff work. Saturday. Yeah, that, come on, bro. You're going to hire him straight. For, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Now, I don't know what he's been doing behind the scene as far as staying tuned yeah. with the game and all of that. But, like, you got to have personality. You got to be a leader of men um, to be at these coaching spots. Like, it's not just, oh, I know basketball. I can go coach. Because <laughs> if you can't connect with the group and connect with the players, like, it's, it's a shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- what if you're a head coach and all of a sudden you the Draymond situation pops up where he right. he punches mm-hmm. your young stud? Yeah, mm-hmm. how do you handle that as a coach? Ooh, How'd yeah, you the bring Ra- them together? The Raptors, I saw interviewed Becky Becky Hammond. Mm-hmm. That's who should oh. be the head coach. Though she should be the first wow. female head coach ever. That's yeah. gonna just a matter of time before that happens. Yeah, she, I mean, and it should be her. That's why it, it would make more sense. But I mean, the Raptors they have most of their squad. You know, they'll they'll be okay if they get the coach and get the right guy. in. you know who's gonna get a gig? Soon enough, Chris Quinn, he's like Spolstra's right-hand man. He sits next to him on the bench. Really? You'll see him all the time. I know he's from Dublin. Uh, we, my wife's family's known his family forever. Um, I know his family decently well. He's Yeah, I think he's already interviewed for, your, for a few jobs in the past, and he's connected with, to Spolstra, and Spolstra's super highly respected. I think he'll be... I think it will be a great head coach whenever he is. Yeah, it's hard to imagine, though, that J.J. Reddick gets hired before, like, Budenholzer, who yeah. just mm-hmm. got fired from the Milwaukee. I mean, it all it takes. I mean, the guy they just fired, won a championship, yeah. as coach of the year, you know? All it takes like, is the owner or GM, though, to say, hey, let's do this. Yeah, right? it's simple. Yeah, it's cool. Well, the Celtics' old coach is the Rockets' new coach? Yeah, yeah. Did the Celtics find a way to not have to pay him or anything? Yeah, he, he got contract? fired for cause. Was yeah, it for cause? Yeah, he, he got let He got suspended. He got suspended for, for this year, and then he was given like permission to speak with other teams. It doesn't make sense. Like That whole story has to come out because it wasn't even just, as if – it went. There were, it disappeared. Well, there were other teams too. Like the Nets request to interview him, he went, and then or he either went or he didn't go because they found out the whole story. I think the Raptors were another team. Like Ma Udoka was approached or at least wanted by other teams, and then whether they found out information or not, basically the team said they weren't interested. And then the Houston Rockets, who are, seemed they were full blown tanking this year. I mean, their owner was saying that. I think it was Mardi Gras, like. Suck for Wemby or some bullshit, but uh, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. He is a great coach. I mean, he might be a scumbag, but <laughs> he knows how to coach basketball. Aren't you surprised at how that disappeared, Pac? Yeah, it was like it was everything, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, well, we don't know exactly, but we will," and we still don't. Yeah, what was more surprising is that like so many people know, like Stephen A. and I remember all, all the things people like, "Hey, podcast. when you guys get like, trust me." I remember everyone saying like, "This is this yeah. is something real." Yeah. You guys aren't going to understand. They were saying it was the kind of stuff he would never be able yeah. to come back from, and then will and behold, now, fucking we never eight heard months later, he's, 
he's got another head coaching job. Yeah, yeah. So Matt, Matt Barnes came out like not supporting him, but like kind of not burying him. And then he released a video after they recorded their podcast. Like, yeah, I found out everything. This guy, this is tough. I don't see how anybody could kind of defend him now. Yeah, that's, but no one ever found out, and all these people knew. It makes no sense. Yeah, eventually. I hope because I would love to know what happened. But it'll, it'll probably be one of those things where there's 15 different stories, yeah. and we never know what actually really happened. If he start winning, it'll come out. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Everything come out when you win. Yeah. We're going to get out to the five-hour energy phone line again, fellas. Here we go. What do you think? I think let's go to Jay in Rochester. There he is. Oh, Jay, what's happening, man? Matthew Curry. How you doing? Keep, Keep moving. moving. Yo, what's up, boys? I wanted to say congrats to Pat and Sam, first off. Bam. Congrats oh, yeah. on the baby. Yeah. Beautiful baby. Yes. Amen. Uh, yeah, PGA Championship in my hometown next week. Uh, no odds. I don't see yeah. any odds out there right now, but uh, what are you guys feeling about that? And uh, nice. how about if the Leafs come back and uh, do what they did, uh, you know, come back and beat Florida, that would be amazing, you know, too. Yeah, would well, appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate the call, they Jay. Won't. You don't think the Leafs are going to come back? No, no so chance. Is it three one? Yeah, yeah. Well, back they played well Toronto. last night, though. Yeah, we'll played see. all right. Barely won. What was the score? Two one. W is a W, but yeah. The, the do you like them? Do you like Toronto, Nick? Or are you not? I don't. To like I don't despise them like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just. We talked about it a little bit last night uh, on that hockey talk with Stanley Cup champion Mike Rupp, Bam. and Rupper made the point that like. The Leafs' core guys, right? Their their key guys, their big names, the star players don't really have that attitude, that like killer mindset. They're not like step on throat kind of guys. They're all more like uh, passive aggressive, and they're very skilled. They're very talented players, but they don't seem to have that killer attitude like a lot of other teams do, and a lot of other team superstars do. So it's hard to see them rallying and stepping up in a big time moment of adversity. What? Let's say they got. Have they tried signing like one of those guys? Like, what if you got one kind of goon-ish guy? Could he have it's an effect about, on the rest of the team? Yeah, you could do that. You could try and inject some of that into the team. But when it's your main guy, you you know this, AJ. You follow from the top, right? When yeah. those are your big name guys, that's yeah. the leadership of your team. That's who you're looking to as a role player to kind of figure things out from. And when it, you're not getting that from the top, it's hard to try and bring that from the bottom and go upwards, right? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I can see. I understand what you're saying there. It sounds like Toronto's going to have to figure something out. This team is this a broken record? Isn't this every? Here's, I've here's heard this how, for a while now. The, the the great Julius Campbell once okay. said, "Attitude reflects leadership." Captain, boom, mm-hmm. so, and that's exactly what we got go. going on. Very profound. Toronto. Exactly. We talked about it yesterday. They're a team that has no sandpaper, no grit, no jam. So no the, jam. can you find that? I don't think so. No, not this deep into the season. If you don't have jam, you don't have jam. If there's no jam, no then there's no jam to be had. just produce exactly. jam. But as Shane in Rochester said, I don't know if his name was Shane or not, um, PGA Champions. Championship yes. next major week. starts yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Tiger. Where in, is it in Rochester? It's, it's in Rochester. Sky. What course is that? Oak Hill. Yeah, I've Ooh. heard of that. It's like an old famous course, mm-hmm. right? You play there, Pac? No, I haven't played there yet. Who's going to win? Scotty. John, Scotty? But John Rahm? Scotty? Those are the co-favorites. Both those guys are just on – they're on a different planet. What's yeah. Rory at after Rory's that Wait, job? All right, how many after. live guys are in this? So all it, of them. So are all the majors – are the live guys allowed to play if they are qualified? Yeah. Yeah, Brookie Cookie. Brookie's in it. What does Brooks have to do to continue to qualify? Just finish I think decent in these majors he's, he's playing? He's good because he's, he's, he's won. He's won. won he's good for a while, but there's a time when all those cut off. Some right? if you win, you're in forever. I think, have yeah. you started The Masters is 30 years, I believe. 
Some of them are yeah, like five years, ten years if you win. Yeah, maybe. but um, who does well at this course? Do you know yet? I don't know yet. I haven't dove into it enough. Yeah, it's too far away. I will next. I week. didn't know it was coming up this quick. Mm-hmm. Me neither. I'm, that's actually great news for next yep. weekend. Yeah, of all the majors, of all four majors, the PGA Championship, the one that you yeah the least amount. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, by Why? far. Just because it's because the other nothing three nothing like Augusta. Yeah, tradition. Augusta. Augusta's, yeah, it's tradition. Uh, yeah, U.S. Opens, players versus course. The Open yeah, is just yeah. full links. Traditional over there too. And there's PGA a little. Just PGA. There's a little thought, like America versus. At least for me, it's yeah, kind it of like. The U.S. Open, you want an American to win it. And it's yeah. the same thing with the British Open. Like, you want someone to go over there and snatch that trophy for the Americans. But, I mean, that's just me personally. And PGA Championships, just like, all right, let's see what happens. Isn't it? I've heard the golfers say the PGA is the toughest field. Because, like, the U.S. Open, people claim there's, like, Joe Blow. I could there technically. Amateurs, I've right. caddied for a dude trying to make it into the U.S. Open and is regional. Danny he didn't Wood. make it out of Danny his region. No, this, the guy I caddied for didn't even make it out of a regional. Danny did. There's no food on the course either. As I was caddying 18 holes, I assumed there'd be cart girls or whatever, cart people. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> cart girls. I was carrying his bag too, so I didn't have my normal 15 protein bars and stuff. It was tough. Bad decision. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, typically U.S. Open qualifiers, they leave, they tell the cart girl, hey, don't worry about it. Today. Well, no, they. I, I assume the course was open. I'm like, yeah, here we go. And like, oh, no, this is run by the USGA or whatever. So the all the workers from the course, none of them are here. I was like, get a dog stupid. at the turn? <laughs> no, nothing. It was so. What? It was the dumbest thing. Not even a dog at the turn. Nothing. See, that's bullshit. Nothing was open. Even the clubhouse. Nothing. <sighs> they shut them all down because the USGA did whatever. This was not COVID. This is pre-COVID. Joel Dobbin got hammered at the turn on his I know. qualifier. Well, maybe the golfers were allowed to go somewhere. I was just a lowly caddy. No, they didn't let me in. No, you're that's, doing good work. You know that next time. Put a couple power bars in the bag. Oh, my goodness. If I ever agree to caddy again, which I don't know if I would. If you played, Pat, if you're in the U.S. Open, I'll caddy for you. All right. Promise. What do you shoot? If you go on, if you go play golf today, I know you enjoy it. What's your range you can shoot? Uh, on an average day, I'm going to shoot 90. On a okay. good day, I'm going to shoot 85. Oh, you can play then. You can play. What about a really bad day? A really bad day, I'm gonna shoot ninety three. Okay, see, that's not a real. Yeah. That's my range is way. I could, I can shoot eighty four, but I could shoot one hundred and four too, probably. I haven't shot over ninety five in in probably two years too. AJ's also a sandbag. I haven't played outside either. No, I. You saw me when I played as good as I've ever played in Tahoe. Yeah, but you're just saying as good as you've ever played. It was. That's the only. AJ, you were so good at yeah. Tahoe. So the we like, walk, okay, everyone can so. understand. Like AJ can hit the ball far. We get it. No, like you have really soft hands, yep. great touch, the whole deal. <laughs> yep. I actually made a couple of putts out there this year, which you I never. Did. And knew. you were great with your wedges. I've ne- I've, uh, I've believe me. I'm never been good. Yeah, exactly. No, no I've like, always shut up. Ask dude. Nick. I told Nick, I got hands like Sidney Crosby out there around the greens, bro. I, I feel great with. 54 in my hand. I don't feel great he putting. Did say that. I don't like to putt, but with like a wedge, a 54, I love it. Hit why did you? Putts. Why did you do that weird, awkward laugh when what? Foxy said that you have soft hands? Uh, maybe because I was thinking of me telling Nick that I had hands like Sidney Crosby. <laughs> I, I, it maybe it took me back to the course when I think I had chipped something in, and Nick was like, "Wow!" Like he was blown. It was a pretty good chip for a big doofus. Oh well, yeah, and I said something about my hands being like Sidney Crosby. Nailed it. Because yeah. you say eight, you shoot eighty four and then you shoot a hundred. Like we watched you for four. Look at my days. look at my. You can see my card. I think I shot one, my best ever. I shot like eighty three out there, and then I shot ninety one day, and I shot. 85 one day. Yes, okay. So if you said my range 80. from 80 there, to 90. Normally there's a 96 in there or 97. Yeah, but see, there wasn't. There for, wasn't. For three rounds, so you were naked. sandbagger. Yes, exactly. I mean, I wasn't betting with anybody. Well, how am I saying well, there was, But how do you say 
that your average is a 90-something. I didn't say average. I said range. 85, 85, and I shot a Range. Nine. No, my range. I said, I can shoot 84, but I can also shoot 100. Don't mm-hmm. you have your typical bat out there, too? Of course, you always a really good golf course, too. Yeah. It just depends if I'm hitting the ball in play. Like I'll, There's sometimes where six straight holes, my drive's out of bounds. I'm yeah. taking stroke. But the typical bet's pretty high stakes. It is, yeah. You and Larry, the cable guy every year, whoever goes lower, uh, gets Larry. to punch the other in the face as hard as they can. He's yeah. a lefty, too, so that's going to come in from there, right here on this side yeah. of my face. Mm-hmm. And he's also 6'8". People don't tell Whoa. you that. Yeah. He's a Larry. big son of a bitch. Larry, the cable guy, he loves golf. Very passionate about it. He's a good player. I think he is a good player now. Yeah, I think he was. Jerry Rice, really good golfer. He's out there. Mm-hmm. Vinny Del Negro. Very good. Giant golfer. human. I have not seen him in Tahoe, but I've seen him. I remember him in the United Way commercial. And I said, is that, does that guy have the biggest forearms and hands in the history of the world? If you ever, I think it's United Way. He has these big rings and he's trying to do a magic trick in a commercial and he knocks them together. He's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And his forearms are like this big, this wide, his hands. Or like 19 inches. Beast. Yeah, if you find that on YouTube. Player. If you find it on YouTube, send me Tim Wakefield, nope. he's a stick. Wakefield is. All of golfers. Smolty. Uh, Romo. Romo won last year, I believe. Yeah. He did. Right? Just edged Steph, out. Steph, King, Steph almost King wins Griffin every single year. It too. Yeah. Actually, he edged Who? out. King, Gri- King Griffin Jr.? Yeah. Oh, he can hit the hell out of a golf course. Oh, yeah. yeah he That's a beautiful swing. Yeah. Romo barely beat, actually, Joe Pavelski. Uh, yeah, Pavelski's an awesome golfer. Pavelski's almost won a few times. Steph is in the running every single year. Mark Mulder. Osh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Osh is stud. Osh Motors won there. three in a row before. I mean, we've talked about it, but Adam Thielen, he's always... Thielen could absolutely win. Annika Sorenstam. She's played yep. a few times. Mm-hmm. Really good golfer. Mike Madano was up on the leaderboard this yep. last season. Madano stick. Was Basil McRae on the back? Ray remember? Ray Romano. Ray Romano's there, yeah. I've never played with Ray. What? He loves golf. Ray? Yeah, they never. They always paired him with like actors and people. Sloth? I heard Russ Wilson's carrying the bag for Sean Payton this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hope Sean's coming. Didn't Sean say he is coming? In I think he said it's early enough. That in his jersey, yeah. In his, Russ in Sean's good. high school jersey? No. What? <laughs> Russ in his own the jersey. The yeah. jersey that was in the he touch stuff. He showed up in Sean's documentary jersey. of Sean, Sean Payton's coaching career played by Kevin King James. of Queens, Kevin James. Yes. The zookeeper. Did you see that documentary, pack that, no. that Kevin James played Sean Payton? Sean Payton? Payton? About his year off. His year off from football? I didn't see it either. These it? guys all saw it. It's so good. The term documentary gets thrown around you, loosely around this place. That's yeah. true. It's so good. Sean Payton said that the script's so close to what it, yeah. exactly it was. It was, was like. considered a documentary. It made yeah. him emotional. Yeah, exactly. he was like, fuck, I feel More like, like a reenactment. This again. It made yeah. him emotional? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The scene where the they're huddled up and one of the kids pukes and, you know, everyone has a good laugh about it. He, he was like, I remember that. I still remember that like it was yesterday. Wow. He was choking up now that I think about it. Yeah, he was with us at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was not, for the record. Heard, Anyone watching, he was not. I heard a rumor that they are going to make a new movie where Uh-oh. his team in that, with Kevin James as coach, is going to take on Kurt Warner's team from no, that that's documentary. a great movie, though. Hell, yeah, this is the documentary we're talking about, Home <laughs> yeah. Team. Boom. That's Sean Payton. Looks like a middle. documentary, right? Yeah. Bet you couldn't Look tell. Look at number one. <laughs> Savage. Hey, Just flexing. No, that's not Sean Payton. It's Kevin James. That was one of the taglines for yep. it. No, it wasn't. Seven, yeah. Is that seven, Zion down there? Is seven takes for real? Jeez, Pag. <laughs> Look at Jeez. I mean, valid. Is seven your cousin? Oh, here we go. We got more. Seven, my Boom. cousin? No, that's Sunshine. Hold Wait. on. 99. Don't. Killing it. Don't do it. What did you play, Nose? Don't do it. Three technique? <laughs> Three technique, yeah. No! Don't do it. What, what are you saying? Z playing D-line. <laughs> oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even put that together. <laughs> Aaron Donald Z. <laughs> Z, that's not right. Put up some good numbers that year. 
18 yeah. sacks. Man, I bet, you're, I bet your arm over is vicious. Boom. Your first step, Z, is probably off the charts. Oh, yeah. Z, did you play high school football? Oh, yeah. Where at? In Chicago? Oh, yeah. DG. Who's the great? Isn't there a president from Chicago? Don't sleep on Barry O now. There we go. Mm-hmm. I can Boom. always finagle it out of him. Boom. He also plays <laughs> that spot on pack? Yeah. Like, I think Brock is in there sometimes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anytime Chicago is brought up yeah. or Obama. But your, your Bears are going to dominate this year, Z. Oh, absolutely. What's the record? Dominate. Over-under was what when we saw Seven early? and a half. It was six and a, six and a half, wasn't it? Seven and a half. They got pack week one? Yeah. Yes. Mm, that's a Easy different win. looking Packers-Bears game without Aaron, obviously. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And is it in Chicago or is it in Lam- Lambo for that one? Oh, I don't remember. Lambo? Three twenty-five game though. I know that. Oh, Chicago. Oh yeah. I think if you were like if you were Matt Lafleur and you had to address the team, I think about all these teams in, at, Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Oh, game over. Oh, it's gonna be rowdy. But with Matt Lafleur, if you're going into your first team meeting, like in the off season he had in April, whenever it was, they started up, and you know they give the old quote, "Hey, this is what like we got a chance." to go make a run and win this whole thing and win the Super Bowl and all this, and you got to yeah. sell your whole program and tell them what you're doing. Like, It's got to be really weird for him without Aaron in that room and knowing, like, yeah, he might be the guy, but right now we just don't know. Yeah, um, I was thinking about it, but, you know, he didn't draft Aaron. And yeah. if you think about it, Aaron is the last of the last that was in this class or that, they, that he didn't draft. So um, it might feel a little awkward, but um, – I don't think he gives he, – he, he don't give – He's just sorry. excited. He's yeah. excited. It's a great opportunity for him to show, hey, I don't – I'm a great coach aside well, from Aaron. That's, that's probably That's what you worry. need to prove. Yeah. That's what yeah. you want to prove and you we need don't, to. You don't even address it, right? If you're LaFleur, you just show up and don't even ever mention Aaron's name. You just – I don't know. Either you – either you can – I don't – you can't just completely ignore it, but – I think everyone has accepted it, though. It's not like – Yeah, they know. Say, like, what is he going to say right. that's going to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's yeah. true. You don't have to make a big deal about it. Be like, yeah. guys, hey, this, things are they're gonna be a little different for a while. Like this is what we are, but this is a great opportunity. See, that's why I think for Jordan Love, like it's obviously important to play as well, but it's just as important for Matt Lafleur because yes. Lafleur will just yeah. be called a joke uh, yeah. if if it's oh okay, you you're only a good coach because Aaron Rodgers. You you're not actually a good coach like that. That that argument will be made. Oh yeah, if the Packers aren't good, isn't that still being made about Bill Belichick? Absolutely, yeah, exactly. He's fighting that battle right now still, yes. and people will think he's losing. Yeah, bad. Well, last year they were eight and nine. But he he is losing the battle as far as when people like to say was it Tom or Bill? Yeah, obviously it's a combination yeah, of both. But it's a combination of both. But shit, Tom just went and did it without his ass. That, yeah, well, mm-hmm. Tom had that was the did. dagger right there when Tom yeah. went. The dagger was actually Tom yes. drunk at the boat parade throwing the Lombardi <laughs> yeah. to the other boat. That right. was the dagger where Bill had to be like, he probably torn like, man, I I am happy for my guy. But at the same time, he's like, I got to go win 10 more Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. see, I, I agree with you. I don't think Bill cares about that shit as much. Like, I think Tom went to a great situation. I think he was happy for him. Like, yeah. he went to the NFC, too. It's not as if he beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship or anything like that. Uh, and when we're talking about rings, Bill has the seven or eight, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. But Tom, really, the kicker is for the fans just when he left. Like him winning the Super Bowl is one thing, but a lot of people, I, it wasn't including me, a lot of people were rooting for Tom in New England. Like, were they? Oh, yeah. Because they thought he got a raw deal or I'd because say, they just love him? Just because they love him. I'd okay. say like 50 Fair enough. 50-50, even like 70-30, 70 rooting for him. Huh. Do you think Bill was really rooting for him to win a championship, though? I don't think Bill roots for anybody to win a championship except for himself. Okay. Which is, I think, most. I NFL do wonder coaches, that pack, though. You know? In his brain, though, like that's a, he's a human still. Like right. he is a human. That's what yeah. I'm saying he's like, God damn, how he's I let not this like, slip away. Yeah, 
I wonder how he felt. I think he's sitting he in there that, with fucking Matt Jones right now. It's a fucking big difference. I think yeah. he thinks that every year. I really do. Like whether he wins it or not, I think he when is they, probably so programmed. Like how he is whole everything. He's so scheduled and everything about. Yeah, it. I, you're right. He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't worry about all the little dumb things that some people do worry about. Yeah, like when the team loses, like people talk about. Uh, the, let's just say the last time I went to the playoffs against the Bills, and like how Bill got embarrassed because they scored on every possession. Bill went to the Bills locker room after and yeah, like right, went yeah. to Josh Allen. Like he respects if you right. if you that's, win, he just respects. That's cool. That's cool. You know? I like yeah. that about him. And like he also knows when the other team is just better, and and that is in his brain though. He's guarantee you he's got. Oh, he's he, he, won't, he would never tell anybody, but in his no. mind, he's like, I mean, obviously you guys have much better roster. Than this oh yeah. Like he's yeah. probably thinking like, yeah, of course you guys won. But he's yeah. also the GM. He would never say so that. That's he's what I putting mean. Together the roster. Nah, you're right. Never mind. My bad. I, I would say in like I would say in like. Maybe you're right. like Cam, like that was a thought. Like your roster's a, th- a lot better than us because that was the kick the can down the road year for us where we actually yeah. had to pay the piper. But I think these last two years, no, I, I don't know if he thought like your team's much better than ours because it's like, hey, we, we've had money. We've spent a lot of hmm. money. I think losing the coaches was the biggest deal versus the uh, match rookie year because I mean, like, it, it was the same roster. I would assume going into every only year, thing he was, just thinks he's going to make it work. The only thing yeah. wasn't the same is the quarterback. Yeah, It yeah. is so hard to get a fucking quarterback with the caliber and the knowledge and, and the fucking grit and can make every check when it's a fucking all-out blitz, call a screen, like mm-hmm. doing the little things that you cannot – like you can't replace that shit. Yeah, but the 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 thing is, the quarterback was the same. The only difference was it was the first team in NFL history without an offensive coordinator who called plays before. That's a bit concerning. The fact that, that that's Matt actually back. P- I know you don't like Mac, but you got to look at it from a zoomed out view. That is the only difference there was from the playoff years, rookie year, mm-hmm. in the second year. Is that their offense coordinator mm-hmm. became a head coach, and Bill put too much trust in a guy who play who coaches defense. Matt Patricia. Yes. Like, that is the reality. I would like to see Matt Patricia do a sit-down and just be like, hey, man, what, what was the year like? How was it? From what I you expected? I would love that. Like, day-to-day? Like, I, it, he had to be swimming. Like, it had to be brutally tough, obviously. it's For someone that's been doing it for 30 years, it's tough. I would love anyone on the offensive side of the ball to do that. But not until he's do done. That. Not until he's done. I just – Bill is too – Qualified to put somebody in the position yeah, they can't do it. Why that just don't make sense? Exactly, it's a wild move. Exactly, why that, that's why. It, it, that's my point. Exactly, we're tanking the season. Like, he, like he, he. It was just, it was just a screw up. Like there was. I mean, I guess I could see how you could get so, like, you could have so much belief in your guys, somebody that you know, but you feel like, hey, I know this person better than anybody. Like, I understand they can handle, it. they can do it. Maybe you got so caught up in it, and you're just such a fan of your people and who you have mentored and who are on your staff that you're like, hey, it's confidence. You guys don't get it. I can yeah. do it. I have confidence in this person. Yes. And then the good thing that I, I think Bill has is just like with draft picks, whatever. They don't care if it didn't work. They move on. Exactly. Like they don't hang on to try to look good. Like, oh, we drafted this guy. I did this. I got to make sure I don't look stupid. No, he's like, oh, okay, that didn't work. All right, see ya. Yeah, oh, six round. Next guy in here. It's same with free agency. Like we'd have yeah. with Johnny Smith. We paid Johnny Smith, and then they shipped him out of town after this year you spent two years and then they're like they don't dwell on draft picks too that they like people like to claim that they can't really draft well at times and that's why he's yeah that's why he's such a great gm because like he doesn't have like the ego of like i need to make this guy work in the system like if he doesn't work then you're out it's it's not it's not that complicated like if you play well you get an extension yeah but if you play too well and you want that max money you're right you're out right you know like that's how it works they see it coming a mile away. Like yeah. it's funny, you, say, you play well, you get a contract. Yeah, we'll take care of you, bud. Yeah, but don't think you're going to step into that next stratosphere right. like superstar contracts. Yeah, like, we're not. Nobody we're not going to mess around doing program. that. Huh? Yeah, exactly. But now that Tom's gone, you don't have that 
That's, Same thing. That's or the everything part. about it. You don't yeah. have it. And also, when you mentioned like all that's going on as a quarterback, but when you have a quarterback like Tom or Aaron Rodgers, whoever, yes. the confidence they breed in the rest of the team, just mm-hmm. because knowing that that guy's my quarterback, every single day in that facility is different. Because yeah. you know how awesome that dude is, and you're like, we are in every single game, and we expect to win every game. And you, Tom leaves, Aaron leaves. Not that you don't believe, but it's just you're curious. Man, I don't know. Let's see. I'm quite sure Tom called motherfuckers 8.30 at night, 9.30 oh. in the morning, oh, yeah. 1 a.m. Um, those are things that no matter how good this kid is, he can't reciprocate those tangents. Like, is this one person can do uh, the way I can catch fucking punts, no matter how good you saying this kid is, he can't fucking catch a punt yeah. with me with somebody in my face better. Than exactly. Him. Just because I've been through the repetitions a million times. And I'm pretty good at it, but like certain things you can't you can't say, oh yeah, he it wasn't the quarterback, it was the the, the offensive coordinator when we don't know. Mm-hmm. But I mean we kind of, that, that's the argument I'm saying. We do, because his rookie year, which is usually the hardest year for quarterbacks coming into the NFL, he was pretty damn good. They went to the playoffs. And then the second year he didn't have an OC, and it was the worst offense in football. So I feel like you can make that argument with Mac. As far as the Brady thing, you can say that about every quarterback in NFL history that no one can compare to Brady. Like, he, he won seven fucking rings. Like, there is no team ever that Brady has played for that wasn't confident. And versus, I mean, even with Aaron, it's probably similar, but it still isn't on the level of Tom Brady. Like, there's stories about Tom texting the cheat, I think is what you were talking about, before the Super Bowl of him texting, like, the guys on the offensive side of the ball, like, hey, we're going to beat the fucking Chiefs, and we're going to beat the shit out of them. And then they did. Like, I, Brady is a different level, and no one – I don't think Mac's expectations or anyone's expectations, whether it's, I mean, even Mahomes should be at Brady because they're so ridiculous, even though Mahomes has only been to AFC championships. But any, any new quarterback, like, it's, it's unrealistic. And that's why I've said this before, like, the AFC specifically, when Brady was with the Patriots, was so bad for so many years. There were three teams. Now there are seven good teams. And there's a massive chance Max sucks this year and then he's gone. Like, because the standard is so high for quarterbacks now. So that if, Matt, if Max stinks, he's gone. And then I assume Bill might sell the farm to move up to get one of the good quarterbacks next year. But I. I just don't think that we can say Max sucks because he went to the playoffs his rookie year and then last year he wasn't good. Well, we should. It's a valid Big argument. That's a valid argument. But how long do you give him? Now, how long do you oh give him now? Though God. he got one more year. You got, but he got Bailey this year. I'm saying, what if he, let's say he starts the first? Oh. Let's say they go four and four, and Mac plays average. Oh shit! Boss you don't think they'll be calling be... for Bailey Zappi? They were chanting the dude's name. I don't think Bill will because Bill uh, Darius has talked about this before. Like the first four weeks of the season for Belichick are like, let's find out who the fuck we. He's are. no, you're right. eight weeks. It's always four been... and four. Yeah, yeah right. That's four, week four, four. But you're right. Four. The Patriots have with Tom in the, for the last twenty mm-hmm. years. They have known. Hey, September, we get it. Like, yeah, we want to win every game. But we we're not going to lose our mind if we no. lose. We're trying to set ourselves up to be in position when it when it matters in the end. Yeah. Now though. I think it's different feel around there. Yeah, I, I hope that there's no injury because that's obviously what yeah. was tough last year. Like, Mac gets injured, Billy Zappi plays well. Mac tries to rush back, and then he's still fucked up. His ankle, that was. But, I mean, I don't know. I think you give Mac all the chances, and then yeah, if he sucks, then he's gone. Mm-hmm. Would, let's say he play, if he, Mac doesn't play great. 
they're not going to blame Billy O'Brien because we've already said he's the savior. He's the offensive guru. Well, and right? it, it, it doesn't matter either way because Bill's staying. Bill, Billy O'B Billy O'B might go get a head gig at some big college or an NFL team. Well, if Mac's not good, I doubt the offense. You're right. The guy who leads the offense that stinks isn't going to get a job. But also, that's the other thing about the expectations. We got Aaron Rodgers. What are the expectations? Josh that's my Allen. question. The Patriots are still the Patriots to me. The expectation, exactly. The Patriots are still the Patriots. The expectation is to make the playoffs. But oh, it, gross. It, exactly. That feels terrible that you even said that. Yeah, yeah but it's real. I mean, I know it's to hard to realistic. admit. It's hard to admit, though, I think. Yeah, you have to be realistic about it. Like, there are five, six teams. When you say that about expectations, the Patriots, that, doesn't that hurt you as a Bostonian? No. It's it, being realistic. Yeah. But you know, AJ, all you got to do is get in there. It's all about yeah. how you get in there, if you're healthy or not. Just get in and make a run. Anyone in. can make a yeah. run. Go to the dance. But it's such a long season just to it get is. there. It's crazy. And then once Shit. you get there. It's hard, too. Oh you got to get a lot of good luck, too. <laughs> like That's Things a, have to go your way. Seven playoff games, never won one. Really? Yeah. Gee, yeah, I guess since he's been forever. When's the last one since he won? Well, well Ever? Well, now, but shit, we lost yeah, six I mean, in a row. Back in the day. That was Andy's knock. Yeah, Andy yeah, didn't win one. Right? Years. It was That's hard. what sucks about Andy, too. He heard it the year he was basically an MVP candidate. He broke his thumb off. AJ yeah. McCarron came in. We almost won a playoff game, but yeah. that sucks for Andy. Yeah. He had a hell of a year. Yeah, it was crazy how fast time go. AJ was Man. finna sign that big deal with uh, Cleveland. Something happened with the paperwork. Then he don't get no deal, right? Yeah, he, that was a then weird he situation. he goes somewhere else and don't get the start. Now he 17 for 17 in the XFL. Yeah. Man. Is he XFL? Yeah. yeah. Not mm-hmm. USF. Battle, Battle Hawks. He's killing it. Yeah, I know The Rock was even said something about him, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. His whole story, how he wants his kids to watch him play. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. He can slang it, man. Yeah, he he, slang he's it. a gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. Sweet, too. big chest tat. Leader and smart. He's yeah. fucking one of the – he don't have the the strongest um Strongest. Hell yeah. Yeah. Strongest yeah. um. That was a good one. But he can, he, can get it, he can get the ball wherever he need to go, but he can put you in the right – Position. He's very smart. Smart as hell. Yeah, they won the Natty, right? When he was, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. he did. Fucking beast. Yeah. Did yeah. McElroy win a, a Natty? Ooh, I don't know. At Alabama, was he with Ingram? I'm not sure. They all run. Everyone runs sure together either. at Alabama. Yeah, me. exactly. You know, D'Amico didn't even play for Saban. When I think about it, D'Amico was done in 05 or 06. Saban came in in what 07 or 08. Mm-hmm. He was with Miami oh. then. So uh, who would he, who yeah, was he playing for? He who was, was his head coach at, at Alabama? McElroy did win a Natty. Dang. Congrats, who was Greg. the head coach before Saban? I honestly I was no it Shula? Clue. Was it one of the Shulas? Yeah, I think it was Shula. Anyone it, know that? It's crazy to think of Alabama without that exactly. without Saban there. Damn near my whole life. Just like Clemson insane. without Dabo. Yeah. It feels yeah. weird. It was Shula. It was mm-hmm. which Mike? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the Bengals coach for a minute back in the day? One of the Shulas. What's this? This is the list. Talking of, about Nick Saban? Yeah, Mike Shula. Oh, yeah, he was Mike. there for nine years. And Alabama was not what Alabama is now. No, like what really were they like? I don't remember what they were it's like. like. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't that good it's because like, they recruited me when I came out Alabama often. But they was oh oh two. They was shitting though too. Well, that was I when like Florida was running the SEC. Right. Oh yeah, Florida had to run. Yeah, with man, they had so much Florida talent. Man. Yeah, Florida, Georgia, yeah. Georgia Tech had a little run, run at times. I like I used to like watching them play too. Did LSU won an Addy was saving? Yeah, during that time. Mm-hmm. Before, before Les Miles, right? Yeah, with yeah. Flynn. Oh, yeah, that was Flynn's year. Okay, right yeah. after Jamarcus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamarcus leaves, Flynn comes in, steps in, wins an Addy that year. Yeah. Who'd they beat in the finals? Ohio State. It really? Was. Yeah, I think it was Ohio State they beat, didn't they? They're one of, they're what? One of I don't the, know, actually. They're one of the only teams that has been good, like, since 2000 pretty consistently. Through different coaches. Have they ever, that's what I mean, have they ever had, like, a couple down years? Aside from getting suspended. Now, with, with uh, old buddy Coach O had 
No, you, I mean, you, you o- yeah. I mean Ohio State. Oh, has Ohio State had down yeah. years? Yeah, my. Um, I mean, when they got suspended from play, but they still went undefeated. My third year, year, we lost like four games. My junior year. Oh shit. We were tra- we were trying to figure out a quarterback situation like throughout the whole process, and then we end up beating Michigan. <laughs> we weren't supposed to beat them because we were really not that good. We beat Michigan at home. And that kind of catapulted us into the offseason. Like, that, uh, that helped a lot. That was huge. Because then, then we won our bowl game, too. But, like, two, it helps to win that last game. In again. 2011, <laughs> they went 6-7. and seven. Yeah, I, after I Trestle, Ooh. I think there were some struggles, too. Yeah, Luke had a – well, Luke was named interim fickle. He got – it was a tough deal. He got yeah. named interim, and he was coaching. Ty's going to poop yeah, his pants. Ty, go, we're, gonna, we're about to wrap this sucker up anyway. But, yeah, I don't want anything <laughs> to happen right next to Connor. <laughs> you got Ty running? Make it, Ty. PTSD. Good luck, Ty. I've the been there. Love you, Ty. No one go in that bathroom for 10, 15 minutes. Oh, no. Is my bag in there? Ty, my bag will smell. i got to drive home with that. Oh no! He, he's running like that Grim Reaper at the coronation, crawling <laughs> yeah. through the hallway. That's what he looked like. Uh-huh. That was just a another like priest or something, right? Yeah, man. We have that picture, Evie. Some people are saying it might be Queen. I don't know if you saw this pack. Watch this right here. Ooh, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Is that like a deacon? Who is that? People are not happy. Ooh, ooh. You think he knew he was on camera? Yeah. He or she Definitely. trying to trying to do something? Yeah. I, I assume. Trump the Trump. Also, what's if, in the arm? That's like a, a stick. The a, thing they carry around, staff. Like cane, staff. Yeah, staff. staff. That's the thing too. The Grim Reaper walks with its thingy all the time. What do you mean? It uses it well. It's walking like a walking stick. Kind yeah. of. And that guy just had it floating. That guy was just holding it like this. Yeah, Grim Reaper's got a limp. That guy's a mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That guy's a mark. You said the Grim Reaper has a limp. Yep. Yeah. Where'd you learn that? What do you mean? Just death. Yeah. <laughs> Tone. Before we wrap this up, have you figured out? Um, how many times a week and why you stand naked over a mirror to try to tell... Once every Sunday night. What's the, what's the old saying you're trying to debunk? Uh, ass between your hole in the ground. Yep. You can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Have we figured it out yet? What's that? I don't know if Pac-Man knows that you do this three times a week. No, nair every Sunday night. You nair your butt cheeks? Yep. Yeah. And your balls? No, no. Everything just, about just, it? Just the cheeks. So you just put nair on and then do you wipe it off and the hair is magically gone? Yeah, that's, that's so how So some kind works. of chemical that has to be great for you. That's how nair works, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how it works either. You never, following this? I, ne- back I never used there. No, me either. I, heard, I would imagine it hurts. Try it out. Did it burn? Apparently, oh, it yeah. especially right in your anus. Well, no, no, it burn your no, no. ass. No, no, just the cheeks. I said, just the cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ta- tape the butthole oh, so that no God. nair gets in there. You say you tape it? Tainer's tape. <laughs> do, you, do you tape it for him, Conman? Oh, oh no, no. I feel I, I will if he needs me to. But I just <laughs> you're a good friend. Blue, like that blue, would, blue painter's tape. Oh yeah, I have a ton of that at home. That's not very strong though, man. That's just so you can line up the corners exactly. Give me some of that electric tape. Yeah, no, give me some no, no, duct tape, man. Get in there. <laughs> no. When you pull it off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would actually be a good, oh. easy wax. Like Steve Carell. Yeah. Exactly. Is that 40 year old virgin? He gets yes, waxed. Yes, it is. Just one wax. He doesn't get the full wax. He must. So he had to get waxed in real life for that. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. That, that was not acting. That was not nice special. Reaction. Yeah. It had to be. Yeah. yeah. You think he told him to go take the rest off afterwards? You ever watch just... behind the scenes of that? That's no. what I meant, yeah. Oh, put them Sweet. off. It's funny. Really? What happened? Oh, yeah. oh he, because he, it's like, basically everything they use in the behind the scenes they use in the movie, but like just the build up, like putting it on, like, all right, it's going to happen, and then cut or uh, rolling, I mean, sorry. That would hurt yeah. a lot. What? Oh, my God. Especially he was like, he has that old school, like, burly man, he's like got three a inches of chest hair over his whole body. Yeah, he's basically. got a sweater. He's old New England. Is that what that is? I don't know. He lives, you know, he lives in New England, I think. Yeah, yeah. he lives in Mass. I think he lives in Situate. What is that? Really, really nice beach town. Yeah, Gloucester. No, no, it's actually the opposite side. It's a really nice Just beach town. Fall River. In the South Shore. No, it's... Is it by Bill Ricca? <laughs> no, not, definitely not by Bill Ricca. Are Ben Affleck and J-Lo going to move back to the Boston area? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's what they were arguing about. Uh, you guys I, think they were arguing. He just slammed the door a little bit no, with a little I, bit of emphasis. Look, I don't think they were arguing. No, I don't know just, if anyone noticed this, but they had coffee. Was there a Duncan logo on there? No, there wasn't. Oh, so yeah, Ben's that's gonna be pissed. Meant. Yes, the best is people think you guys. There was a video. Have a cigarette for anyone that hasn't seen it. There's just Ben and J Lo getting into a car, right? And Ben opens the door for her, and you guys thought they were upset at each other because he kind of slammed it. And once she got in, like I think he's pissed at the paparazzi. Definitely, Here it is. Uh, I also I think. don't think I don't think he's pissed at her too because she actually reaches out to like hold his hand. You can kind of see it. Oh, uh, right before it's right here with his hand. How he closes this door and he like swings his arm. It's great. And he yeah. Yump. There's also he's mad at them. I think. Yeah, yeah look yeah, at that coffee. He's definitely mad. Yeah, the photographers, watch him. Watch his look here. Lucky yeah. one. Like, and then he actually does yeah. lift like, his hand. Like what? The come fuck? on. Yeah, he's they're not, they're oh. doing great. So you can they're see the hand here. Ready? Here, here comes the hand. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, come here. But see. He's oh. just already pissed off. Plus, if you're pissed off, you're not opening the door. Maybe he's pissed because maybe who parked the car? That's red right there. That could get towed. He might be upset about that. Well, also, we only are seeing this one camera shot. How many paparazzi do you think are there? Four or five? At least. Uh, ten. Yeah. Ten, yeah. Followed him into where? Not, something oh, that's man. not Duncan. Go get a fucking yeah. coffee. And then exactly. they put it on TikTok. At they're, some point. They're gonna... fine. They're America's sweethearts. They are. Are they? Well, yeah, yeah because yeah. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Bingo. Sorry. What about Gosling? Who's Gosling with? Go- Gosling's not married. Exactly. Ryan Gosling, he's married? No, he has a kid with also Ava Also Canadian, I believe. Oh, he's got, he, really? I think so. He has a kid with a girl from Hitch? Ava Mendes? Isn't that Ava Mendes? Is it, that's Will Ava Smith's Wally. girlfriend in Hitch? I think so, yeah. Eva Lagoria, that's old school. Yeah, but Eva Mendes, that's who she is. Yeah, that's yeah. Will Smith's girlfriend from Hitch. Yes. Good, we have it settled. Yeah. So we I didn't good. know they had a baby. I think so. Probably a couple babies. Oh, oh. Look how fast is, he, is that Who? young Jamie back there? This is amazing. Oh, so they are together. Uh, they are kids. married. Yeah. I don't know. They are married. Are they? I don't well, know about marriage, but it's definitely partner. For damn, thir- 12 years. She is years? awesome in um the other guys with Mark Perfect. Wahlberg. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh. But what we've learned about this here is not all first rounders. Jeez, that's, a, that's such a good <laughs> Canadian <laughs> Canadian superstar actors are better at relationships than American superstar actors. Are is that true? Call me yeah. alert. It sounds like it's so far. <laughs> There's so, there's so many. There's like, so many. Why do no like that's that I, I say it every six months. I'm like that's an underrated movie. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. We found Very a Prius. Was trying to vote for Ralph when, Nader when my truck got stolen. When a big Mike. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I, that's, exactly. I got 15 texts from people asking me. Big Mike in the lips in there. Dirty Mike. Dirty Mike. Dirty Mike. Yeah, I know that's my problem. It's hard to remember like exact lines from that because yeah. they're really good. There's when, a bunch of them. When Will Smith or sorry, Will Ferrell is they're in the pub together and then he has to sing in that chorus. He just goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's just bizarre. Excuse me. It's all just so bizarre. Wahlberg plays that character well too. Yeah. He does. That was one of, that's probably his best comedy ever. Yeah, you're probably right. I heard he's did he sell that giant house that he has the golf course know. on? It's up for sale. I don't it's know. I thought he took a hit or something the other day. It's fucking humongous. Was it like Dude. 80 or 100 million dollars? Yeah. It was something yeah. crazy. Well, and he bought it for like 5 and mm. so he's making and he added, he obviously added a bunch of shit but he's making a ton of Why money. Why is he out. moving? Where's he I going? I think he's making 80. It's selling for like one sum, man. Yeah. Where's he going? Mars, I think. Boston. Yeah. He's coming home. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he just sold it for 55 mil. Oh. Yeah, so he was asking oh, he for asked, He dropped it from 87, or he had 87, and he ended up selling for 55. But yeah, he bought it for like five or There's no way million. he's got more than 55 in that, right? No. I mean, no. the taxes alone are probably $5 million a oh, year. Oh, that golf course is pretty sweet that he built. It out just so the, sweet. It's right in what the heart of What is it, part three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like four holes. I mean, just the. Pro- they, I, I'm they a big say, fan of properties like that. that have multiple yeah. like outbuildings and yeah. courts, and you have this, and like that's what I love. They say just like a pool. If you build a golf course on your on your property, though, you always get the money that you put into it back. No, yeah, I have heard that many times, and it's true. Is it? I don't know. I've Especially in California, hundred percent return on investment. 
Diggs, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this sucker up. What was your favorite part of the day? I'm not. Don't worry, boys. I'm not gonna go around to everybody. I know you might thought I was. What did you enjoy the most about today? Probably when we ruined uh, Ross Chastain's Heizabuka. Uh, um, Kubota? Kubota. Heizabuka also. <laughs> Not after brand. you held his feet to the fire 38. Well, I some never part did. of it. But yeah. How many times Kubota, did we come back to the John four. sponsorship? It was four times we asked. When you, yeah. you, so you raised your hand, Con Man, when I was about to end it with him, I think. And you, Con Man raised his hand. Like I got you. something good. Like it, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Con definitely has something. I can see the look on his mm-hmm. face. And then he just freaks out and asks him about <laughs> why, if you have a deer or not. And I knew he had to have like a Kubota deal. Like he went, like, hey, guys, like, sure, this is fun. Right. Games, but yeah. I'm getting paid like $3 million for well, these guys. Once, once I did, you know, remember, like, this guy's a huge fan of the show, I figured it was free reign to just, hey, and you're right, though. That's why. Yeah, you're right. He, he's one of us. Yeah, he's one he, of the he guys. He gets it. He knows we're just yeah. fucking with him. Good for him. I appreciate yeah, him. He was the man. He was fun. Tomorrow's going to be fun. Tomorrow's a huge one. Friday. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. some good guests lined up. Feel don't good. We? Pack. Huge guests. We have like four or five. Oh, you're not here tomorrow, are you? I'm not here tomorrow. Oh. You going to play golf? No. Got a big track meet tomorrow. State championship. Oh, there we go. So we're going to go How old? How old are your daughter? High school. Junior. It's a junior year. She need to break, she need to break, I want to say 14 too. Mm. All right, hundred hundred uh, hurdles. She run three hundred hurdles. She need to break forty three flat. Okay, let's get it um, done. She's, she's do going it. into the She'll heat do it. third fastest, so it'll be good. Dang. She'll be good. That's got to be fun. I love what your kids got to be pumped when they have you there. You're very vocal, vocally <laughs> positive, which mm-hmm. is awesome. When I see your videos that you post, like you're jumping around and cheering for them, it's awesome. Yeah, practice hard. Keep doing it. Now practice how we practice. We go to game and I don't say too much. Let them. Do what they do. Um, Let them have fun. Because all the work we done did during the week, shit, Sunday, I'm just cheering them on. Uh, Saturday and Fridays, yeah. I'm just cheering them on, letting them do what they do. Tell the truth. be you. good. It's probably how it should be. So it's not always the situation. Parents <laughs> can get upset yeah. at people and kids, and it's not fun to watch. So, yeah, keep doing it like you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. I'll be back here tomorrow. Man in the ship while Pat is back oh, yeah. home. I'm sure he'll probably dial in once or twice maybe, hopefully, mm-hmm. if everything's going well with McKenzie. But appreciate all the boys back there behind the glass, everybody. Don't want to start naming names because I always forget a couple of them, but you guys know who you are. Mm -hmm. Evie, I see you over there around the corner. Hell yeah. Zeke, Bruce, Dirty. Big Bill. Is that Big Bill? I I can't see through the glass. You guys don't have as as many lights on. Bill's back there. As you used to. That's Nick staring right at me. I can see him just glaring at me. Bill's over there. Bruce is over here down. Bruce, Bruce, you got a great pickleball stroke. I don't know if you showed. What? Why are you shaking your head? I thought you were going to say. Bruce, I don't know your relationship status, but I told you in Arizona – if not, you need to send videos of yourself to your girlfriend playing pickleball. I think she would be very impressed. Mm-hmm. She would like to know, like, yeah, I got a dude. <laughs> so, Bruce, if you haven't done that, you should probably do I, it. I will, yeah. Okay, we, good. We, so you're still together? Yeah. Play some tennis sometimes, Congrats. you know? Oh, so she's seen the stroke. Oh, yeah. Big she knows time. what she has over I've, there. I've dragged her to oh, a geez. co-ed doubles championship more than once. Hell and yeah. she's your, your partner? Yeah, in those events. Co-ed doubles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like I know what I'm saying. So she's a big tennis player, too? No, she's not great, but I just I just poach and she whoops his ass in bowling the other day. By the way, yeah, oh, she's better no. bowling than me and probably throwing a frisbee. Oh, okay. Tell her to get out to the frothing course, and we'll see what happens over there. Yep. All right. All right, Bruce. All right, thanks, man. Everyone appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. We have tons of great guests. See you tomorrow. Bye.